it's more about if you can hear us right yeah, yeah. than it is about seeing us. I can see anyway, the, I can see the orange on my shoulder. You can. Yeah, it's very bright. Yep. Right on. Um, yeah, so uh, Dark Angel. Actually, we should mention first that we have formerly at Brackus, now at Raj S S nine nine. That's right. Super sweet. That's right. And uh, guess who found his Instagram? Yes, I finally got. Yeah, it was delete. I didn't delete it, but it was just I re-downloaded the app, and everything was still there. So uh, my handle is backside attack. Backside attack on Instagram. So you backstabber. You yeah, yeah. So. Uh, a lot of good shit there, so check it out. <laughs> yeah, we'll go take a look. It'll, it'll all be up in the description below. Mm-hmm. It'll yeah. all be up for the viewing masses to view. Perfect. want to thank you guys for... Oh, hold on one second real the, quick. The, the Instagram, though, is just setting private, though. No. Okay. okay. My, mine is private, so just uh, I have to get to accept the request. Uh, accept the request. Just accept it. Pretty much. Accept it, damn it. Yeah. Do it. Google, right on. Uh, today's <laughs> line, or today's topics, I guess, will yes. be uh, Dark Angel. Absolutely. Rajik, explain to us what Dark Angel is. Dark Angel is uh, basically the cure for a headache. The cure for a headache. It's a cure for boredom. any ailment. Boredom. Uh, it's great for the self-esteem. And it gives you the feeling that, uh, you know, uh, there's a reason why real men once existed. And we're missing. We're, yeah. m- we're missing that. We're missing that. Maybe, um, I don't know, can I just, give me, a, give me a little bit more noise in there. Yeah, is that better? Yeah, it's much better. Okay. So, and Dark Angel, without question, is an extremely underrated classic of the genre. I have to agree. I yeah. would say also that it also reminds us that um, drug dealers are not alone in the universe. <laughs> drug dealer, there are more than one type of drug dealer in the universe. I have, yeah. yeah. And more than one type of drug, obviously. So, yes. if people don't know, Dark Angel is the European international title for Dolph Lundgren's 1990 classic, I Come in Peace. I Come in Peace. Yeah. Yeah. That's what everybody knows it here as. It's funny how like, lots of movies overseas have different titles in here, right? Like uh, That is true, yep. Uh, the Rundown was Welcome to the Jungle. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, uh, the, the biggest case of that is uh, Lionheart had, I think, five titles. Oh, really? It's known as AWOL, Wrong Bet, Leon, mm-hmm. uh, Lionheart, like I said, and I believe there's another one. I forgot, I forgot the other fifth one was. But there was had f- uh, five different titles. Now, I knew Leon because that's how we always refer to it as. Yeah. yeah. I knew Wrong Bet. Yeah. I didn't know it was other ones. Yeah, yeah. AWOL, yeah. yeah. AWOL, yeah. Which makes sense. Yeah, because these, these, these are just all t- words that are in the movie. Yeah, yeah, these are all just words <laughs> used by the characters in the movie. Yeah, so but not but Arnold's movies don't really have different titles from what I, from what I remember. Mm. I don't recall really. I mean, at the same time, I don't think we were so in depth back then either, right? Yeah. About like what the international titles for movies were, because yeah. I think like even like all of Arnold's uh, all of his movies from the '80s on since Terminator, mm-hmm. um, there was no like different. Uh, releases that, that were in uh, Europe or no, Asia or something like that, know. right? Those are all like worldwide releases, right? Yeah. So there was no need to change them. That's right. I guess, yeah. So Terminator 2 was just Terminator 2. Yeah, that's just, I yeah. mean, plus like what do you really need more than Terminator yeah, and exactly. Terminator what 2, right? Yeah, exactly. put in there, yeah. I'll be back. Like that's not, a, that's yeah. not a name for a movie. So I mean, it's a pretty universal word too. Yeah. I mean, it's a universal English word, right? Mm-hmm. That Terminator. Whereas like I Come in Peace doesn't really translate all over the place. Yeah. Funny enough, like watching it too, when they, um, I saw that, uh, the thing online to talk about how one of the titles was lethal encounter. Yeah. Lethal, and like yeah. how really, like when I finally did watch it in my head, it was much more predator two than it actually was. Yeah. It's actually much more lethal weapon than predator two. It absolutely yeah, is. That's yeah. Yeah. Absolutely yeah. is. And it really don't, is. Don't know that. That's a, that's the, cr- and that's the crime. Yeah. yeah. They really don't. That, that is a crime. I mean, it's weird. Like when you said it's underrated, it really is so underrated. It is. Oh yeah. yeah. And not just for the aliens, like the special effects and all that, right, but right. just like the, the buddy cop aspect of it. Yeah. yeah. So yeah. much 
better than I remember. He's, yeah. it's, it, and that's that thing I was telling Raj. Watching it now as a, like a, a real adult, you know? Yeah. You appreciate it a lot more than you were 14, 13, 14 years old. It was just an action movie back then. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. It's a simple action movie. But yeah. the buddy cop genre, relationship between him and Ben Ben, mm-hmm. uh, Brian Ben Ben. Brian Ben Ben. Uh, amazing. Yeah, oh, dream yeah. on Brian Ben Ben. Yeah, Dream on Brian Ben Ben. Yeah. I, had, uh, I had kind of forgotten Brian Ben Ben was in the movie. Yeah. yeah. I saw it and I'm like, God yeah, damn, I, I used to watch Dream on. Yeah. yeah. I remember this guy. Yeah. I, think it's, yeah. he, I think he brings, he himself brings the lethal weapon uh, kind of like side to it where it's like the, the, the buddy The quirky part. sidekick buddy like, Yeah, because um, Dolph is hilarious in that movie. But like, I think that guy brings it out of him. And I think yeah. that's why that that's why that relationship works. Because, they feed off each other. Yeah, they feed off yeah. each other so well. And they, coming, having a guy like who's Dolph Lundgren who is literally the complete opposite of that Brian, that Ben, Brian ben, ben yeah yeah so it was um that guy just really really did a good, good job on that movie if i met him i'd be like man i would i want to give you a hug because of that movie yeah it was um it man like so many missed opportunities i think in the 80s mm-hmm. when you see how good of performance if it were more of a cop movie yeah cops against drug dealers but maybe a little maybe shot a little bit better because i mean you can really see that the action sequences are great yeah yeah for the budget it was yeah for yeah. the budget mm-hmm. Um, the explosions, how like I heard about Craig R. Baxley, how he's a stunt coordinator before. Absolutely, yeah. Yeah. He he was stunt director for Return of the Jedi, yes. for yep. Die Hard, yes. for Predator. Like yes. he was he's a, a well known in the industry as yeah. far as like setting up and coordinating stunts. Yeah, yeah. And like maybe parts of the movie that might have failed in the I guess the acting sequences, like the actual sequences where it's like character development, yeah. that might have not been as tight as it could have been. But like the action was really quite good. I, th- I thought so yeah. as well. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I was I was watching how he couldn't um, set up multiple shots. Yeah. Because they didn't have the budget for it, so he had to get the actors as close to explosions as possible. That's right. Yeah, that's, that's right. That's yeah. Exa- that's exactly it. Because it's very because those explosions, those action sequences are the main selling point of the movie. But yeah. yeah. But they don't. A lot of people don't appreciate them because they're like, oh, whatever. Action is action. But yeah. To get an exploding car and the actor in the same shot. Yeah. Within like a, a, a very short distance. That's unheard of now. You it's know, bonkers, man. Yeah. Like, I mean, insurance oh, wait, companies won't let you do it. Occupational health and safety be all over that. Oh, yeah. That yeah. Exactly. Mm-hmm. You can't have him 25 feet away from an explosion. I mean, potential of going deaf, yep. of getting burnt, of dying. It's all, I mean, for an yep. actor, it's a pretty big deal, right? Oh, yeah. But, but, uh, uh, and they got the scenes, they would, that, all those explosions would be CGI now. Oh, oh, yeah. Yeah. oh yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Or at least they'd be like, a, what do they call it? Like a, like a, they'd be cut together. Yeah. They'd be, um, there's a word, what do they call that? Like when they when they put all those shots together. When they together. composited the shots. Composite, yeah, yeah, it'd be a composite shot, exactly. Yeah, yeah. Th- yeah there was that that one scene where that German, uh, the guy who plays the alien, Matthias Hughes. Matthias yeah, Hughes. Yeah. Matthias Hughes. Yeah. yeah, when he's running on top of all those cars while yeah. they're yeah. behind him. Yeah. All shot in one take. In one take, wearing yes. lifts. Wearing, yeah. wearing like lifts. wearing like a five inch lift in each boot to make him seven feet tall. Yeah, yeah. that's six, insane. Because he's six foot eight. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I he's a big dude. Yeah. yeah, that's incredible. That's amazing, man. Now, just to quickly, just to, they mentioned Mateus Hughes is an Olympic German athlete, decathlon. Was he like a decathlete? decathlete. Yeah, like a legitimate decathlete. Legitimate, yeah. legitimate Olympic decathlete. Oh wow, six foot eight. Yeah, he's a big guy. He's a really he's quite a huge dude. Yeah, You're checking out the notes. These yeah, are, uh, yeah, all, all the things all that I had good. to, they all look good. Those are things I had to, like, kind of go through because I, di- I didn't see the special features. Right. So my my big thing after watching the movie was I wanted to, I wanted to know more about it. Yeah, absolutely. What happened. And surprisingly, there's a lot about it online. There's a lot of information online about this movie. Excellent. Mm-hmm. Because, like, it, it, it's weird how, like, how it does have a big audience of guys who feel it's underappreciated. Oh, yeah, I, yeah. absolutely. Yeah. It has yeah. a large following. I did, I did yeah. some research today on it, and it was... Uh, I can't believe how much of a following it has. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Even more so than like I think Showdown. Even oh, yeah. I was looking. Yeah, I, it was crazy. I would. I would abide by that. Yeah, yeah in I, a second. 100%, Showdown, yeah. Little Tokyo. Funny how it's like next to Showdown, it is his most normal character. That's absolutely, absolutely right. right. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, maybe his most normal character altogether. Yeah, 
Because, like, the guy's got really no more baggage than any normal cop you would imagine would have. Or at least, like, a movie cop. He's not, like, a psychopath like Mel in uh, Lethal Weapon. He doesn't want to kill himself. He just wants to be cool, live his life, not get married. And all those things are shown in the movie, too, huh? Yeah. I think in both movies, he he has a nice house. Too nice for a cop. Yeah, yeah. His his apartment was way too nice. Yeah, and the music was very, very... I don't know about you, but the music was very similar to to Showdown. (laughs) It in Do you remember we were talking uh, about in it? tone. Well, John Hammer did the soundtrack. Jan Hammer. Jan Hammer. Jan Hammer. Jan Hammer. He did the music for that. He did. I I feel like it was the wrong music for that movie. But damn, yeah. if it wasn't good music. Yeah. Exactly. Like mm-hmm. it was still a really good score for the. Yeah. R- I mean, I think it was a good score for a buddy cop movie. Yeah. It wasn't a good score for a, a buddy cops against an alien bounty hunter and alien drug dealer movie. So yeah. who? who like, what kind of score would that be more appropriate? I think it would. Wise, yeah, I, I mean, I would, I would want it to be more. I think more along the lines of something like Rapid Fire. Oh yeah, like along yeah, that yeah, kind yeah. of line. Yeah, something with, yeah. A, with an Asian flair to it. Yeah. Yeah, I, maybe, would say I so. mean, maybe not even like an Asian flair, but that tone. Like, it doesn't have to be like an action action soundtrack. But at the same time, like, I feel there were certain parts that were missed using Jan Hammer. Yeah. Like he's he is more of that sinister music like sinister action movies mm. like that that die hard not die hard sorry miami vice where it's all very yeah, like yeah that's true yeah yeah it's in your in your brain more than it is like in your face yeah. mm-hmm. so i think having a little bit more pop to it would have worked out but man it was really a well done score like it was really cool absolutely absolutely now um why is it underappreciated why oh man i i think it's all over the map i think the movie itself is all over the map had they, like I was saying earlier, had they stuck to like a straight up buddy cop movie, yeah, and a regular drug dealer, or even like a really elite level crime organization, and these two guys are trying to take it down, like say like Forty Eight Hours, right, where you had this weird, like at that time it was kind of weird to see like biker drug dealer killers in a movie, right, and well organized, they were dangerous, yeah, and that worked out really well, and people still look at Forty Eight Hours as a as like the birth of buddy cop genre, yeah, yeah, yeah. and like a really weird but capable sinister villain. Had they gone that way, more human, I think this movie would be a lot better. I think y- you might have seen a sequel if you had gone Maybe, with that. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, I think when it came, when it came down to story, story, um, I think the foundation was great. Yeah, but I think they cranked the uh, the imagination up to eleven. The endorphins. Yeah, yeah like, well, it, like they really very did. Complex it, idea. Very so, cool. Like, very yeah, very cool idea. But yeah. um, who's gonna identify with that at that moment in time? Yeah. Probably like who knows? Like, I think yeah. that's why it didn't because like it's, it was maybe it was just way too out there for some people. It was pretty out there. Yeah. Like I mean even. When you look at things that they were doing too, like the weaponry they had, yep. mm-hmm. very similar to the alien weaponry we saw in, in other movies. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But the second you you make it like a, a surgery where he is like he's injecting them with heroin, the alien, he's taking the endorphins out to be selling as drugs on his home world. It suddenly gets a little bit too out there for the common fan. Yeah. It's it's a weird thing to follow. Yeah. Like, what's he doing? What's that tube? Was yeah, he stabbing that, in the that, head? That, that yeah, part exactly. Is tricky to, like, you have yeah. To really yeah. It's hard to sell to the yeah. common fan, right? Yeah, even when we were or as an action movie fan. Yeah, move that. Oh. Yeah, so a special gift from John Wayne Parr. Oh, nice! <laughs> Kickboxing legend John Wayne Parr. Oh wow! Yeah, it's a uh, Luke. Luke got that sent over for us. Oh, that's nice, wicked, very cool. Yeah. Yeah, I was thinking like the because um, even like when I was uh, when I was watching it again, when we, we knew, sorry when we watched it at my house, um, I was going through it and I was like, wait a minute, what is going on here? Yeah, I was trying to like recall in my in my head like what is going on because I'm pretty sure I've, I saw I've seen the movie before, mm-hmm. but. When you watch it now, and we were talking about this before, like when you watch it now and you could appreciate it, be like, "Wow, yeah. an idea!" Having that kind of movie back then, that's a very gutsy move. I think so too. Oh yeah, yeah. very. Yeah, it, it was gutsy, but did it pay off box office wise? No. Well, Baxley was uh, mentioning that too, right? How Dolph was not a huge, or no, the the producer, 
how Dolph was not necessarily a huge box office sell, but always did well in home video. Yeah. Always did well in straight to video, mm-hmm. which is obviously what we see now with this movie, right? Yeah. yeah. Didn't do great in the box office, yeah. did really well in home video. That's right. Mm-hmm. That's and right. like as kids too, like we remember it. Yeah. Like we don't, it's not a movie that we forgot by any means. No mm-hmm. way. Yeah. The CD weapon. The CD, <laughs> like the, yeah. the flying that's, that, CD. That's a flying CD. That's yeah. Everybody yeah. seems to remember. Yeah. Everybody remembers that cool weapon. They remember like a giant pale skinned, white haired. Yeah. Like, it's like the bad guy from Die Hard cranked up to a million. Yeah. You know? yeah. And everybody remember that villain. Yeah. Like, oh, he's a big European psychopath, yeah. right? Yeah. Well, it's one of the very few times that uh, like Dolph had a, like a match, physical match. A physical match. Very yeah. hard yeah. to do like, with him, right? It's it's weird, man, because like, when you look at all of Arnold's movies, he almost always had a physical match. Yeah. He always had a guy who was giving him as much as he was giving back to the, to the okay. villain, right? Well, okay. well, besides Predator. Predator. And, Commando. Like, Bennett. Bennett, come Bennett. on! Bennett was a world destroyer. Bennett was fucking yeah. amazing. Bennett could have been the lead in Commando. Yeah, Vernon Wells wow. in in a different movie in my mind wow. could have possibly been the lead in a in a tweaked version of Commando. Yeah, it has to be majorly tweaked though. Yeah, I mean it yeah. can't be as extreme. Like he would have to be more tactical. Exactly. He would have to be more exactly. violent and not exactly. more of like a force of nature. Yeah, and yeah, yeah. Not, not like a man mountain. Like, yeah, exactly. It can't yeah, be because like yeah, when Arnold gets on the beach, I'll move that for you. When Arnold gets on the beach, he is a force of nature. Yeah, like when he's taking those guys down. And then Valverde, yeah. Yeah, <laughs> and the, the island island nation of Valverde. Yeah, how many movies have you used that? Right. Well, these three that I know of. Okay, so it's Commando. Commando, Die Hard, and I believe the. Was it not Expendables? Uh, they mention it. I think it was Expendables. It's like yeah. southwest of Valverde or something southwest like that. The yeah, island they go Valverde. to. Yeah. Yeah. But um, yeah, I think Jeez. like a tweaked version, you could have easily had Bennett. Yeah. Or Vernon Wells as the as the hero in that movie. But then it's a completely different movie. Completely then. different yeah. movie. Yeah. He's supposed to have the chainmail though. He would have to have the chainmail. Yeah, is that as so. part of his costume? I, th- I think I think he has to. The psychotic the, the, Freddie Mercury. The yeah. chainmail only works if he's the villain, though. Not as a hero, I don't think. Uh, you don't think so? Oh yeah, because he's not like a. The chain villain as a hero, as a good guy. I, it's I, I, I can't I can't buy that. Yeah, he's not Simon Belmont from. I don't know, man. <laughs> he's not Simon Belmont. That's a that's a deep cut reference right there. I think um I think maybe it does. I don't know. I, really? I see him and I, I he's instantly likable the way he looks. Vernon Wells as Bennett. Is in my in my like childhood sticks out as one of the villains oh, who I you, liked a lot. But you said mm-hmm. villain though. I agree with you. No, that. but I mean a lot of it is that charisma of the whole thing. Like yeah. I, I want to root for him. So that guy on the opposite end, just normal at home, just doing his thing, and then just snaps because they got his kid. Yeah, I, I, I can see that. Goes I, I, back I, I, to being I see where you're going with that. Yeah, yeah. goes I, back to being Bennett. I, I agree, and I think yeah. he was amazing, even as was in yeah. Road Warrior. Same thing. Very oh, charismatic, man. right? What a great character. Yeah, hundred percent. Played twice. Yeah. Oh, that's right. Two movies he's that's that right. character in. That's right. Do you remember which ones they were? I thought Fury Road's the other one. No, not Fury Road. Road Warrior. Road Warrior. Yeah. And Weird Science. Weird Science. At the oh, end. Oh, yes. When yes, he comes yes. We- Didn't we just talk about yeah, this? Yeah, I think when, he just, when, he, when he destroys the floor. When he, yeah, yeah, when he comes, when they, the genie wishes him into the house. Yep. Yeah. He's um, a fucking monster. As charismatic as he is, I love him as well. I mean, yeah. Ben is iconic, but... The same Bennett cut. with the chainmail. I just <laughs> don't think it works out. Yeah, for, yeah. Don't forget chainmail. He's definitely like a fatigues as like you said, strategical, more violent than I can buy because he's a great actor. Yeah. But the, the Bennett outfit and appearance, mm-hmm. I, I just can't see it as. You the, don't see it as the, the hero. As the hero. Is it because of his like his his stomach? No. Well, think about it. Lack of chest. Look at the '80s heroes that we love, right? Yeah. 
Um, he did have a lack of any real like buffness. Yeah, he was kind of yeah, 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 he was kind of pear shaped. Yeah, yeah. So where's the like you know, a, fan, a kid cannot really say, okay, I want to be this guy. So bad. You don't want to aspire to be that guy that, physically. That's yeah. what I'm thinking. No, no, yeah. No, no. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. If he hit the gym and you know had a couple, yeah. cup, had a couple of like carrots, he'd be, he'd be okay. Yeah, like if he if he if he looked decent. Yeah, right? skip the carbs. Skip the carbs, pretty <laughs> yeah. much. Yeah. I think I think he could pull it off. But he could pull it off. Yeah, yeah. character wise, he could. Character wise, hundred percent. Yeah, character wise, he's great. I think that's why he never caught Jenny because he just. I think he had to have a, have a cup, cupcake like in the middle of like, trying to chase her. He, I'm, uh, I don't know if he was uh, trying to like <laughs> the actor was trying to not catch her, but when he's running after her, he's got a weird run. Yeah, he's got a weird kind of like yeah. side to side. Actually, yes. you know, uh, um, you know, as the, the the worst run, hmm. Seagal, it, right? Is you gonna say no? Seagal's is. When have I ever seen him run? Yeah. I don't think I ever seen him run in the oh, movie. No, he, he runs in. Um, oh, above the law. He above the law, he does when he's chasing that guy down. Oh no, that was good though. Yeah, I remember yeah, that. No, that's a good run. No, no that's a yeah. decent run. <laughs> that's a determined run. Yeah, <laughs> but his arms are not conjoined to his body when yeah. he's running, kind of thing. But he's pumping him pretty hard. Yeah, yeah. The guy they're they're run. moving, man. It's a very unique run. Yeah. That way. The guy who runs the worst, like as of now, is um, in Expendables two. There's a uh, there's a scene where Stallone is running towards some sort of. I can't remember what it was, but uh, he's running towards some sort of like pier or into a building. That's number one. I think off the pier to the boat yeah, so or and, to the plane. And it's just it's, just, it's like a it's like a it's like a three second shot, and they yeah. see him running by himself, and there's camera panning away from the back. Yeah, I burst out laughing when I was watching it. It, it is a At, stiff run. It's the worst thing I've ever seen. It's like yeah, it's awful. Like, it's hard to watch because it's it's just like. It's a, but it's the funniest thing I've ever seen in my life. He's he's so out of control. It it is a weird. I will agree with you hundred yeah. percent. Expendables one running towards the plane. It's a weird run. Yeah, <laughs> it's yeah. a little bit stiff. Yeah. Speaking of um, man, I do that a lot. The speaking of mm-hmm. uh, but what's his name? Uh, Seagal there. Weird like round, I guess like six degrees separation for Baxley. Directed the he directed obviously a coming piece Dark Angel also directed. The Brian Bosworth classic, Stone Cold. Is that right? Stone Cold, really? Yeah, oh, starring yeah. not just Brian Bosworth. Lance Henriksen. Lance, Lance Henriksen, Henriksen right? yeah. His sidekick, Richie Madano himself, William Forsythe. Oh, really? <laughs> yeah. Oh, I didn't know <laughs> that. Richie, from obviously, obviously Richie. out for justice. Out for, out for justice. justice, yeah. Where, you know, Gino puts a beating on him. Yeah, he does. Yeah, Richie oh, Madano. Yeah. Seagal what classic. A, what a great movie. Yeah, yeah what a great uh, circle of separation, though, too. I mean, like, those 80s movies are all connected. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And... And this, but you can buy Seagal easily as a hero, easily. Yeah, even uh, not being in shape. Not being in shape. Yeah, but you can't you can't do that with Vernon Wells unless he looks um, like. You know you why? Know what yeah, because I think the difference is because uh, demeanor and like physical talent. Yeah, exactly. Like Seagal, even if he weighs if he weighs four hundred pounds, he can still clothesline you or beat yeah. you to death. Yeah. Let me tell you something. Yeah. Like in Above the Law. Yeah. And Glimmer Man. Right. Both versions of Seagal are equally as lethal. Right. Mm-hmm. I mean, in Glimmer Man, he's chubby. He's, yeah. Great movie. You know, yeah. He's yeah. great movie. Yeah. Oh, but yeah. man, he's laying a beat on guys and you believe it yeah like you believe in yeah. both movies this guy's gonna kick the shit out of you and your friends yeah. yeah and then walk you home and make your mother apologize to him for having birth giving birth to you yeah like he is he's yeah. just a badass guy yeah yeah but, but he has a built-in credibility right too. he does right? He, he does exactly that's what it is maybe that's what vernon wells doesn't have that's what i'm thinking like yeah. we never saw him before that no he wasn't conan the barbarian no. we didn't believe him as a world destroyer to begin with no you better damn well believe man Vernon Wells and Commando by the end of that movie is a motherfucker. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. I'm so I'm, I'm glad you brought up William Forsythe. I was watching. I was just, uh, I was watching uh, the Devil's Rejects the other day. Okay, and he he's in that. He's really the, yeah. He's he's the determined cop who's trying to get those guys. Devil's Rejects. Oh, the no, Rob Zombie yeah, movie. Yeah, yeah, the Rob Zombie movie. You're yeah. right. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, he's uh, at the end. You're like because you these all of uh, those characters are like you just hate those people because they're what they're doing to people. Mm-hmm. All the victims they they kill, but then 
they then the, the the it switches because you're like you don't want these people to get caught. Yeah. Because what the, what William Forsythe does to them, and you're like, wow, William what? Forsythe is a he plays the best prick. Like, yeah. It's, it's awesome. I'm He's the, like the secret antagonist. Oh yeah, yeah. absolutely. Yeah. Weird man, there were a few movies like that recently. Like we were we were just talking with the guys about um, Gone Girl. And how, Gone like, Girl's it, good, yeah. Gone Girl's good, man. Like at the, in the beginning, you're like, oh man, he killed her, but ah, she's kind of a bitch. And by the end of the movie, you're like, fuck, I hope she gets away with it. Oh yeah, like yeah. man, she is. She's such a great villain. I love and just her. a great character, man. Yeah. It's one of those movies of the today's generation that I'll probably be remembered for a while. Yeah. Oh yeah, absolutely. I think I, in my mind, she's almost like not by default, but just by the likability of the character, she's the hero in that movie. Mm-hmm. Like, she becomes the hero. All the shit yeah. that she kind of goes through physically, like, changing herself physically to become... Uh, spoiler alert, if you haven't seen the movie. Yeah. You know, but, like, just all the things that she does to make herself get away. Right. And then the way she needs to get away with it. Mm-hmm. Now, what a great character. Yeah. yeah. Who's the actress again? That's, um... um oh, man. Oh, um, uh... Yeah, we're all gonna do that sound. I know, yeah, because, yeah, she's... James she's, Bond. She's a Bond, um... Yeah, I got her on the, uh, the tip of the tongue there. Top of... Yeah, I have no idea. I've... Yeah, no, it's a, it's a european okay, yeah. kind of a name. Oh, God. Somebody look it up. Somebody look that thing up before I forget. Good. Um. Uh. But yeah, I ever since I saw her in James Bond, I was like, man, I hope she's going places because she's just too hot to like never see again. She really kind of didn't go anywhere though. No. Like she didn't do anything huge, right? Like, yeah, like she was a breakout star. Yeah, she's like um. Uh, I saw her after James after James Bond. I, saw, I think she was in that movie Doom with The Rock. Oh no way! Yeah, so that's well, ten times zero is still zero. Awful, Rosamund Pike. Yeah, Rosamund oh, Pike. man, yeah. Who's gonna say, remember that name off the top of the head, right? Yeah, that that's like a Marvel villain from the eighties. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Rosamund Pike. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Wasn't there a Pike in in comics? Bad guy. He was like a Wildstorm's version of Deadpool. Remember oh, in um in Wildcats? The only I Pike I, I know is, is that Commander Pike from uh, Star, Star Trek. Trek. Yeah, yeah. Oh, that's right, Christopher Pike. Yeah, Christopher yeah. Pike. That's right. That's yeah, right. the uh, but. Yeah, she, the last thing I saw her in was uh, she was in a music video for Massive Attack. This was just recently. No way. Yeah. Really? Mm-hmm. In my head, she was like 50 years old, and I think she's younger than we are. Rosemary, that, yeah. Pike, in I my head, she's been around for that long, but yeah. she was really young when she started acting. I right? think she, Yeah, I think she's about our age. Yeah. If not younger. Well, yeah. If not younger, yeah. Yeah. But, but, uh, yeah. I can check again. You can check again. Right yeah, on. At the mystery. Um, uh, when I was talking to Ghost Dog... Um, he mentioned that one Ghost Dog, Steve Dillon Ghost Dog. Steve, Steve Dillon. Another another friend who Steve was Chima. Steve Steve Chima. I don't Chima. know why I thought Steve Dillon. Dillon's my other friend. He's 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 an actor. Oh, is that why you always see the name up there? Yeah. Maybe that's why. Yeah, actually, what, you I, want to give him a plug? Well we just did. Yeah. I've yeah. actually done a movie with Steve before. Maybe that's why that name yeah. is sticking in my head and I just put Steve and Steve together. Yeah. Steve okay, so anyway, Ghost Dog. Ghost Dog. He says uh, uh Why do we call him Ghost Dog? Yeah, why? Be- because There's a great story behind is, is, it. Is, is it like Lazy Whitaker? Lazy Eye Whitaker from uh, Lazy Eye Whitaker. <laughs> Steve's been doing martial arts uh, or some kind of martial arts training for so many years, so many, like a lot of his life. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and he told me the two principles he abides by are loyalty and honor. Now the he, same, same as Ghost Dog. As same as Ghost Dog. And he goes, um, he went to a video store one day. Mm-hmm. Uh, this is back uh, the movie uh, video store right back you. when uh, it was video around. stores were still around. The one by U of A, I forgot the name of it. Movie studio? No, it was movie, yeah, movie yeah. studio. Yeah, movie studio. Um, and he says, uh, you know, he went there two diff- two separate times. There was mm-hmm. two different clerks working there, right? And he asked both of them um, basically, so what movie should I watch? I, I need something good. And both of them gave him Ghost Dog. Really? What are the chances of that? And when he watched it. He really identified with it. Surprised by how good it was. Yeah. Because like, who would have thought Forrest Whitaker is a samurai? Yeah, silent samurai. Basically. Silent samurai. Yeah. yeah. And then w- once I, he's the one that told me about it, mm-hmm. and I associated that movie with him. 
it was funny because like right after you did I think he came out with us one time. You're like, yeah, my buddy Ghost Dog is going to be there. I'm like, Ghost Dog? Yeah. <laughs> You're fucking kidding me? Okay. <laughs> and it's stuck, man. It's stuck. No, it's stuck. It's stuck all these years. Man. Yeah. It's funny how, like, if you were not a likable guy, yes. it wouldn't have stuck at all. Exactly. But the fact that he's a likable dude, you're like, yeah, exactly. oh, he can have yeah. Ghost Dog. He can have Ghost Dog. He can have oh, that. Yeah, Ghost Dog's a good guy. Yeah. That's a good dude. Yeah. And nobody good else is, goes by that name, really. Yeah, we missed out having him here today. Yeah. He's supposed to be our fourth man. Yeah, he's supposed to be the fourth man because he's, he's one that's going to present the. Uh, different perspectives on uh, Dark Angel. On Dark Angel. Yeah. And one of his perspectives is one of the reasons it didn't do well enough, mm. it, he says it didn't have an iconic villain. Oh, no. I don't buy that. I don't buy that either. Yeah, no, no. no. Uh, I don't. I, I think he had a he had almost too weird of a villain, but still, like, that's what I remembered about the movie. Yeah, is that, well, when I watched it recently with Reju, I mean, the villain was amazing. It's, it's it had contrast yeah. to Dwarf. Yeah, it had an epic villain, but it didn't, the villain wasn't, like, didn't have a name. It was like a nameless villain, yeah. but it was like yeah. so visually it was there, but like not like you you wouldn't go back and be like, oh, what's the villain's name? Like, oh, he compared it, for example, how Arnold has the Predator as the villain. Yeah, you remember the villain? Well, but no, that was the title. That was the title. Of that it. was yeah. the title of the movie. I mean, it's not like you can watch this and be like, Dark Angel is the villain. Yeah, you, you, I mean, you, you have to go by that German guy's first name. Yeah, yeah, Matthias oh, Hughes or Matthias Hughes, Hughes, or Hughes or yeah. Hughes, whatever his name is. Yeah. yeah, but yeah, he didn't have a name recognition to him where he could automatically. You couldn't make a toy about him. No. And he's out there, right? Yeah, yeah. it was yeah. like even yeah. in Star Wars, you had you had a name villain. Yeah, you know, Predator. You could call him the Predator. Yeah, yeah. So that and I, I disagreed with that as well because I thought watching it a second time the villain was great for the villain. Great yeah, like you can't. Yeah, awesome. yeah, when he's when he's on the screen, um, when you're powerful. watching it, yeah, you cannot take your eyes off him. Yeah, yeah I as can, weird I can, as he is, I can, yeah. I can name I can name a hundred villains where I'm like I'm watching the movie and I'm like, you know, like I, I can't wait for this. Who was the over. bad guy in League of Extraordinary Gentlemen? You don't remember, uh, don't remember at all. At all. And you saw that probably more recent than I Come in Peace. Yeah. yeah. And you can he's still recall, hey, who was the bad guy in I Come in Peace? Yeah. The fucking giant with a fucking silver hair and yeah, no silly. eyes. Yeah. Exactly. You remember that guy? Yeah. It's like, yeah, you remember it. Yeah, yeah exactly. And w- wasn't that a Stephen Norrington movie? I believe it was. It was, yeah. right? Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. LXG. Yeah. That was a movie where Sean Connery said, I'm not going to act anymore. Yeah, yeah. exactly. That, that movie retired Sean Connery. It retired Sean Connery. The director of Blade retired Sean Connery. That is such a brutal, brutal ending to a great Hollywood story. Yeah. Steve also mentioned uh, another reason why it's not more well appreciated or well known is because it, it came after the Terminator, mm-hmm. right? And um, just before Terminator 2, basically a couple, like a year or year two. I think it was year, just year, before, one yeah. Year. And it got sandwished in between and between these two classics and that's why. That's a good point. That's why that's never, a really good people point. never really paid much attention to that. And even before, I mean, it was before Predator 2. Yep. But at the same time, Predator 2 had name recognition. It had name recognition. Yeah. yeah. Yep. It was a built-in, a built-in villain, a built-in story. Yep. You knew what was coming. Yeah. Whereas this one, you really, you really didn't know what was going to happen. Yeah, you had no guy. idea what was happening. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. Yeah, you don't, yeah, because this one is, uh, yeah, this movie's so far to left field. I just, uh, um, yeah, whoever's listening, watch that movie. Yeah, you know, Bottom that's, like, what, I, a, yeah, like, what a missed opportunity. Yeah, it is, yeah. What that what bugs me the most about it is like when you watch Dolph in that you realize this guy had such star appeal. He had such star mm-hmm. appeal, brother. Big guy delivers his lines great, perfectly. All his detective kind of work that he does in the movie. That's my next point. He, yeah, shows he's using his brains. He's using his, like he's yeah. not just a brawny no. good guy. Like no, he is no. he is yeah, like a did, thinker. He, uh, he's he, a cop. He delivers yeah. those lines like well. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, I mean, he delivers them like you would want 
a cop in a TV show or a movie to live yeah, alliance. That, yeah, that's absolutely. That's yeah. yeah, exactly. Like when he figures out how the how the weapon is killing yeah. the villains. Yeah. And he walks around the room. and He's like, "Well, look at it, man. Like, there's a mark here and a mark there, and his head, like one guy couldn't just walk around doing this." Yeah. yeah and that retarded and then, FBI guy goes like, "Uh." Yeah, he's like, yeah. "Oh yeah, no, no, yeah. I don't think you're right yeah. at all. I make twice as much as you do, but uh, your yeah. brain is twice the size of mine." Like, exactly. Well, yeah. he's got a bigger head. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Brian Benman's got a pretty small head. Yeah. <laughs> but then, yeah, I mean, he he trails the weapon and he finds does. where it is. Then he's warning him, like, I don't think you should freaking touch it because, like, it's touching a magnet. I think there's something here. Yeah. Something's yeah. going on here. It's cool to see, like, a detective working in an 80s movie that was generally, in our minds, an action movie. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's one thing I didn't really appreciate until, again, I just saw it recently. I just saw it recently, exactly. Yeah, because yeah, before, you know, I would have said, yeah, he's just detective work. Basically, what are you talking about? Yeah. I almost yeah. wish I hadn't seen the movie again. Oh. Because, like, it is, I feel so bad for Dolph Lundgren's career. Like, he could have been an A-list actor. Yeah. He he deserved to be an A-list actor in that movie, from that movie alone. Hell yeah. Mm-hmm. And I think Dolph feels that as well. I think when he said in the subject, he goes, he, uses, he, feel, he definitely feels it's an underrated movie. Yeah. I think he's talking about himself, because this movie oh, yeah. should have, could have. Oh, yeah, you, you could see it on his face. Well, he himself yeah. says that... Um, it was the best dialogue he's ever given yeah, oh, okay. as an actor. Yeah, like it was I, a, I totally believe that. Yeah, there's what an interview seen, where yeah. he says, yeah, yep. where he goes, it's the best dialogue he's ever given and it was the best opportunity to act in a movie regardless of the subject matter where it's like an alien drug dealer. He got to act. He got to put to, he put out a performance yep. as an actor yep. Yep. in a buddy cop movie. Yeah. Which is just like, who would have, who, like if somebody told you, hey, Dolph Lundgren's a buddy cop movie, you go to Showdown. Yeah. Right away. Right away, yeah. Nobody thinks of I Come in Peace, like that, that friggin' yeah. alien action movie. Yes, the no, CD man. movie, yeah. That's everything yeah, the CD movie. Says. The CD movie, yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. That was, uh, but that one scene that, uh, we're, that me and you were talking about when he kicks the door open to that, that robbery. Yeah, with the kick in the head. That, that real kick in the head. Yeah. The face, that roundhouse to the face. That is, I think, I have rarely laughed harder. When it, when I first when, it, when we saw that I was just I had to rewind it twice yeah because we were just I was just laughing now you're well. laughing because you knew what was gonna happen or what? you're laughing because like the scenario I I laughed because it was just because it was real it was a, it's a real <laughs> kick it's a real kick to and the face it, it, if people are if yeah. people don't know yeah. that that action that that sequence that moment when he walks in the armed robbery in the liquor store yeah right beginning yeah is an accident Dolph comes in too hot. That guy slips, misses his mark. Misses his mark, yeah. misses And then mark. Dolph accidentally kicks him for real in the face. For real in the face. Yeah, and, and that's why it looks so good. Yeah. yeah, that's why it looks so fucking good. It yeah, it so looks real because it's real. It's real. Yeah. The guy was unconscious for, uh, I forgot how many times, he, uh, how many minutes he said the guy was unconscious. Oh, I'm, I, he was out for a while. I think he was probably like classically knocked out. I mean, he's knocked, knocked out, out like you would get knocked out. Yeah. yeah. I mean, he's lucky he didn't break his neck because Dolph is a big dude. Because yeah, yeah, yeah. you see, because when the camera cuts away, you can see the guy's face is just like completely like turn left well, he yeah. eats it yeah. he, eat, he oh, yeah. eats eat that gigantic nine foot leg in the yeah. head like a two and by four yeah it's yeah. not like he's, he's wearing yeah. like a pair of sneakers like he's wearing like full like like thick soled shoes oh yeah and that goes that hits your face at that velocity with that strength and that length behind it yeah yeah but they do you know do the numbers i mean obviously yeah. like it's different than when you're trying to hurt somebody like yeah. Dolph is trying to do a move He's yeah. not. He's trying to make it graceful for the camera, so he's not yeah. coming at you full force. Yeah. But still, he kicked him in the head. Yeah. <laughs> he knocked yeah. that guy out. Oh yeah. yeah, and it looks great. I mean, like, granted, it, it's it's a guy getting injured, but damn, that scene doesn't look good. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Now, if that guy's out there, um, we're thinking of you. So. <laughs> we're thinking of you, man. Yeah. Uh, not to interrupt you, but hold on to your thought. But it just it takes me back to a, a thought about Ridley Scott in the, in the Gladiator commentary. Okay. When he talks about the sequence when um, Jaimon Hansu and uh, Russell Crowe are tied together. Yeah. And when they're hitting the one dude, the one, the, the big black guy, okay. when they're hitting him with the arm, yeah. it's, uh, what's his name? Uh, Ralph Moeller. Okay. Ralph Moeller, I yeah. think he's swinging the arm around, right? 
he catches the guy and he goes to Russell or Ridley Scott talks about how the scene looks so good because there's two things that have to happen in an action sequence when one guy hits another guy. Deliver the hit properly and take the hit properly. Okay. And that guy who's taking the hit makes it look so good because like he's just he knows how to take a hit. Yeah. He moves his head at the exact right moment. And that whole sequence looks really good because of it, right? As opposed to I come in peace when the guy gets hit in the face for real. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Looks yeah. great for a completely different reason, but fuck if it doesn't look great. Yeah. yeah. And knowing yeah. that, it makes me like, it's just, you just watch it with more excitement each time, right? Exactly. Yeah. Well, you know, it's weird how, like, somebody getting hurt on set, yeah. you, you analyze it so much more than a scene that if you didn't know. Exactly. Especially if somebody who we love and is a respected martial artist, right? Exactly. Like Rather a legitimate martial legitimate, artist. Legitimate. 100% yeah. legitimate. That makes it a little bit different. It does. As opposed to say, like Matt Damon punching somebody out. It's like, it's exactly. It's not the same, right? Was that where you were going with your thought there? No, no. Uh, my thought was, this is uh, another thing that I Come in Peace, aka Dark Angel, it's one of the very, very, very few movies that showcases Dolph's martial arts skills. Yeah. I mean, we get it in Showdown. Yeah, that's the only other one I can But think really, of. it's the only other one that I can think of where Dolph is like a legitimate martial artist yeah, and not an action guy. Exactly. Because yeah. even in Universal Soldier, when he fights Van Damme, he doesn't really have many martial art moves in there, from what I remember. No, they, yeah, that's, that's, that's basically a slugfest. Yeah. 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 But these two movies, Showdown, especially, and, and Dark Angel, he gets to show his martial arts prowess, which yeah. most people probably don't really have seen, really. No. I mean, like, if anybody sees him in, a, in an action movie as a fighter, it's Rocky. It's Rocky IV, yeah. Rocky, yeah, you yeah, think of like, and, and it looks great. Granted, because the guy knows how to hit and he knows how to take a hit. Yep. Again, yep. what we're going back yeah. to. And high-end production value, too. High-end production high, like, value. Yeah, and that was a beautiful scene. Yeah. yeah. Punisher didn't have anything, right? No, the Punisher had some Punisher martial arts, did. But not as much as... That was more gun... That was more like blow people away. Thing. No. Yeah. Funny yeah. enough, the Punisher martial arts sequence, the actual like the actual martial arts sequence, is that when, the when, action stuff. Was that when they were in the Japanese house with all those... They were in the, the, like, the Japanese yeah. apartment there, yeah. the paper walls. Not scripted. Yeah. They couldn't speak the same language. Apparently, the guy he fought only spoke Japanese had no English and uh, Dolph's yes. Japanese was like it's not great he, he, he's got words he, he was not by any means fluent he's got a few words he could say so he they organize where they're going to walk and they're both martial artists so as they're walking to the scene planning it they're like I'm going to hit you here we'll do this we'll do this we'll do this do you understand me and the guy's like no I got it I got this and when they went at it, it looks as good as it does because it's technically a real fight. Mm. They went at each other as guys would go at each other in a room and just all they really knew is where they're going to start, where they're going to hit their points and where they're going to end up. Mm. But the rest of the fight looks wow. as good as it does because it's technically a real fight. It's real It's real in the sense that I don't know where he's going to hit me and I'm just going to have to read how his body moves to block or to hit him somewhere else. And I'm not going to really hit him. So it's all instinct. It's all instinct. That entire wow. fight is all instinct. I think I, I think I, sh- I, I well I, I should have known this, but I think yeah. I've. This, this I think we've talked about it before. Yeah, before. I should know this. But uh, that's uh, that's a big part of the old comment. Not not the commentary thing, but it's in the special features of right. the uh, the DVD. Right, mm. right, 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 yeah. right. Oh, interesting. I just ordered uh, uh, the Blu-ray, which comes with the uh, work print on DVD. Yeah, that's not bad, huh? Yeah. So wow. Just, that's our future podca- podcast discuss the work print as well, or work prints in general. That's actually. a beautiful movie. It, uh, beautifully done. Like it's gritty, but gritty. for the '80s, man, what a great yeah. looking movie! Gr- like for the budget that it had. Yeah. 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 Again. Yeah. But not very well known. Not yeah. Very well not known well known. Well, not well known towards most people. It's like I mean, I remember I think when we were kids, we walked into the theater or not the theater, the video, video store, and poster? saw Punisher. Like fucking, is a Punisher movie? Yeah. yeah. Like we didn't know it was theatrically released no. or anything, but then back then we really didn't, right? No. Yeah. We weren't really informed of like we are now like exactly. just every, every kid these days the phone can tell you when a movie's coming out yep. oh yeah absolutely but, like the surprise of seeing the Punisher and then like when you would put it in thinking to yourself like maybe it's not the Punisher 
Maybe it's not like The Punisher. The yeah, Punisher, yeah. yeah. It's just, okay. there's no skull. Yeah. It's just yeah. a movie yeah. called The Punisher. Yeah, but it's our Punisher. But it's our Punisher. And yeah. then when you watch it, it's like executive produced by Stan Lee. You're like, oh no, fuck, it is The Punisher. It is Frank yeah. Castle. This, yeah. is, this is Frank Castle Punisher. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And yeah, man, it delivered. Not not the story we were used to, yeah. Yeah. but it hit all the points you wanted. Mm-hmm. And again, not so great theatrically, but really good on home Very video. well on home video. video. Yeah. yeah. Great point. Yeah. Uh, so how do movies like, sh- like um, Dark Angel and... Um, the Punisher. The Punisher is more popular, more well-known than Dark Angel, I would say. Way more, way yeah. Way more, right? I think way, yeah. So how does Dark Angel get more recognition, really? I mean, Shout, obviously, it's big props to them for recognizing this. Yeah. And they, they went out of the way to do special features with this movie. Um, From what I saw, great special features, oh, too. Oh, amazing. I mean, it seems like they really put a lot of money into making sure it was done right. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And just the way, the, the visually, the camera, like, I think we talked about this on the phone, too, is that... Yep. It looks like it was shot really nicely and clear. Like, they, they took their time. I mean, like we were saying, it is easier yeah. because, like, the production tools these days are so much better than they were way back when. Like, for for example, Hawaii Five O, the TV series, is shot on the same camera that I used to shoot weddings with. Oh, wow. They they use that for, for most of their, their, their shots. They don't use a gigantic camera. They use, I'm, I'm sure they use, like, a Sony RED for a lot of, or I don't think it's a Sony RED, sorry, the RED camera for a lot of that. The RED camera, that's right, yeah. But um, a lot of it is shot on the exact same Canon that I use. Right. It's not, like, these days, like, that's that's a level of quality that you can get as a consumer camera. Right. Oh, so, yeah. So, yeah, to use that consumer camera and get, like, a decent mic, because, like, even our gear here, I mean, we sound all right with what we do. Yeah. But, like, this shit wasn't expensive at all, right? You can get like a, a lapel mic, throw it on a guy, make it sound really good. So I mean, for them to get get enough tools together wouldn't be much. But then again, you have to have the guy who wants to do it and wants to do it well and make it look good. Sure. And shout as Scream Factory really did. Yeah. Yeah. They put true. a lot of effort in making it look really good. Yeah. Which is like I said, even though the tools are easier to get, you yeah. want to have you want to you want to have to do you want the guy has to want to do it. Sorry. Yeah. 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 I think with the, with the, with Dark Angel as well. I think I think the reason why I could be wrong, but like I think the reason why it's as I guess that's popular, or I guess the respect I guess that it deserves is because there are there's tons of people like us everywhere. Yeah, who love this movie yep. and great point, and they, and they they understand that. Yeah, and so they see the appeal of this movie. Whereas the Punisher is always going to be uh, compared to the comic book. Yeah, there was nothing to compare that to. Exactly. Yeah. 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 So yeah. Um, no one's saying that. Oh, that's because it's not like Terminator. It didn't do as good as Terminator. Was no one's saying movie. there's no skull on his shirt. Exactly. Yeah. The um, whereas the Punisher is like, oh, you know what? We read the comics, but when the movie comes out, the anticipation is there. Then you're like, that's not the Punisher we're used to, which which the point you brought up before. So yeah. I think that's why the Punisher wasn't as it's it's not as revered as this movie. Yeah. So I think that or, or differently revered. Differently revered. Yeah. Yes. yes there right. is there's an audience for the Punisher. Yeah. But again, yeah. being built in, there's also like a criticism base for the Punisher right away. Right away. I mean, yeah. I've got a friend of mine. Uh, you've both met uh, Dan Hound. He's um he's he's always got that reservation about the Punisher, and he's a huge Punisher fan. Right. He's got a Punisher tattoo. Loves the idea of Frank Castle, the whole like mythology of the character. Awesome. But um, he always comes back to the shirt. He comes back to like Punisher not having a skull in his shirt. Yeah. Which to me is like, it's bonkers. Because like, I don't think there's been, we always come back to how the Marvel Max Punisher is the best interpretation of the character. Or, or maybe any character. Of any character. Of any, yeah. any, any character. Yeah. Well, like the last time you heard we talked about it, the first time you heard we talked about it. But for me in the movie, Dolph, he represents a guy who would have lost his family, gone nuts, gone off, off the golf grid, haywire, rogue, whatever, and lived in a sewer. That dude's clearly got some serious PTSD yeah, issues. Obviously, big time. Yeah. And he's doing what he's doing because of what happened to him. Absolutely. Yeah. And it is a true representation of Frank Castle. Yeah. It's yeah. different, 
but it's really good. Yeah, it's right. true to the character. Him wearing a skull t-shirt would not change anything. Nothing at all. Nothing at all. Yeah, yeah. yeah. That, that's Unless true, there was yeah. a tactical advantage behind it, like the bulletproof behind yeah, the, yeah, exactly. the Kevlar behind yeah, the skull, that, that, right? Yeah, that's exactly what I was going to yeah. say. Yeah, because like if you, because you could take the Punisher name off that movie mm-hmm. and change the, and take out the words Punisher in the movie yeah. and just and just use his name in there yeah. as a different name, you would get the movie would be received exactly the same. I think. I think better. Better, even better. I yeah. think better. Yeah. yeah, I think it becomes like I come in peace. It becomes yeah, exactly. like a, yeah. a cult yeah. Dolph yeah. classic. A yeah. cult Dolph classic. Yeah, because like it's got nothing to tie it to. Mm-hmm. Like, man, if yeah. they had just called the Punisher, fuck out of watch that all day. Yeah, it's like yeah. the same guys who criticize it would have been like that should have been the Punisher. Yeah, that's of course. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. 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 fuck that. Yeah, if it's not one thing, it's always another. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah, the same guys who were gonna criticize him not having a skull shirt would been like shit. They should have slapped the Punisher name on that, and it would have been great. Yeah. 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 That's yeah. It. And that ties over that that has continued to continue to today yeah like people are you cannot just make you cannot make people happy you can't man like i always made the argument about um if they had taken the the last rambo yeah the the john rambo Rambo. there yeah not called it rambo and just said that it's we're remaking a modern day conan the barbarian i'm sold yeah that to me that's fucking conan that's the that's the best modern interpretation of conan the barbarian i think i've ever seen on screen i never thought about it that way but it's very true but i mean like he's just a dude like if you make that king conan lost everything he's just a legend of conan he's way out there living in the middle of nowhere doing his thing you make that even even just tweak it enough to make it in the hyper uh, hyborian age like that 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 time take it back 100 years because really what do you do you just make the guns not guns make them catapults you make the cars not cars, make them horseback. That's it. Right, right. And you've got you've got Conan. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. So the premise is there. Though. The premise is there. The premise is the there. The premise yeah. is there. The performance is there. Even the special team going to get their people back. Just, I mean, they've all played, I think, barbarians or gauls or horde of, of monsters somewhere. Yeah. Like, I think uh, the main the main villain, what's his name? The Not main villain, the main um, the SAS guy. Oh. Uh, he's He plays, uh, he's, he's in The Hobbit as one of the, as one of the dwarves. The main SAS guy. The, the British guy. Calls him boatman all the time. Uh, you beat a beat uh, a boat. What you the boat, you fucking boatman? That guy. He's one of the. He's one. Of, he's, he's one of the dwarves in the Hobbit. The oh, I didn't, I didn't yeah, know. he's like the older, the big dwarf. I didn't realize like that. the number two guy. He's also oh, uh, currently playing the the cowboy or the um, the saint of killers in Preacher, which is a great show. Great show. show. Oh, I, I haven't seen it. Preacher is fucking phenomenal. Unbelievable. You went through it all, huh? Oh God. Which well, uh, is it easy to digest though? It is. It is because I'm a Dominic Cooper. Dominic Cooper, based in the comic by Garth Ennis. Yeah, yeah. Uh, have you read the comic? I've read all of them. I yeah. love them. Yeah. It's it's not the comic by any means. No, not it's at all. It's a prequel. Yeah. But oh, man. Oh, it's a prequel to the comic. Weirdly prequel too it's, though. Yeah, like, they did a really good job with mm-hmm. like with like making it their own but like staying kind of true to the, the source material. Exactly. Yeah, they did. They yeah. balanced it perfectly. I, I, in my opinion anyway. Oh, I, I think so. Is, yeah. it, is it Netflix series? Nope. No. AMC. AMC. Oh, so it's edited. It's very... Oh, no. Oh, no, no, no. <laughs> it's not edited at all. AMC oh. is really... Aside from cursing, which they snuck in, they just mute it. So there are moments when Don, Dominic Cooper will be like, I don't know what the fuck happened, but you'll just like, they'll mute it. I don't know what happened. Like, that's all you get, right? Yeah. But... But, I mean, you've got that plane fight with Cassidy like the, in the first episode. It's maybe one of the bloodiest things I've yeah. ever seen on TV. It's, wow. it, it's like Ash versus Evil Dead kind of right. carnage. Yeah, yeah, yeah well, exactly. Well, yeah. I guess that makes sense because Walking Dead shows a lot of blood, doesn't it? It I mean, does. It, again, it is AMC. Yeah. 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 yeah, even though it is zombie blood. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, when when he jumps, uh, not to like spoil anything, yeah. but there is a moment when Cassidy ends up on the ground okay. from a from a big fall, and it's just entrails and intestines, oh, yeah. and his legs are in camera but not close to his body. Right. Yeah, and then he eats a cow. <laughs> it's yeah. it's oh. fucking beautiful, man. The uh, they oh, really man. push the envelope. Preacher is, ah, preacher's on 
is unbelievable. I gotta, yeah. I, I gotta check it out. I, yeah, so I mean, I think it's on AMC on demand from like Telus and Sean and all this kind of stuff. Yeah, so. okay. Um, I've always been a big fan of uh, Dominic Cooper, especially after what he did in Devil's Double. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, where um, he played uh, the Hussein there. Yeah, so yeah. I've always been a fan of his. Uh, I haven't seen much. Of He's that. good. Yeah, I mean, he was he was like the highlight for me in Need for Speed. It's an awful movie, that but he was oh, a great terrible. villain. Terrible oh, movie. What terrible. a good villain, though. Oh yeah. He's a smarmy, yeah. Euro trashy bastard. Yeah. Man. Yeah. 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 I remember. I remember that movie. That's yeah. a Paul movie, right? Yeah. 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 I mean, his greatest Tony Stark dad, the uh, the yeah. Howard Stark. Why didn't Stark, he? Why, yeah. didn't he, why didn't he come back in the other movies as Howard Stark's dad? Um, because they already had um Slattery, John Slattery, as the older Stark. So he played him as the he's uh, there's two of them. Oh, he's yeah. always gonna yeah. be young Stark, young yeah. Howard Stark, yeah. and John Slattery always is gonna be the older Howard Stark. Yeah, the, I this is fine by me. Yeah, 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 that's, yeah, that's fine. Yeah, yeah. Okay. That's why Slattery played like the old Howard Stark in Ant Man, but uh, Dominic Cooper played young Stark in um, Peggy Carter there, right. Agent Carter. Right, right, right. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I remember that trailer for uh, for Devil's Double. The only reason I wanted to see that movie is because. Uh, they played Personal Jesus by Depeche Mode in the, in yeah, the trailer. Yeah, yeah, I remember that. And I was like, I got to go see this movie regardless. I don't even That's care. solid, man. <laughs> <laughs> but then it was era appropriate, though, because it takes place like in like the late 80s, early 90s, yeah? Yeah, well, I mean, the music in uh, Devil's Devil is something I can... I, I, mean, I, I know exactly, yeah. That, yeah. <laughs> yeah. The music I would like, dance with today, right? <laughs> yeah. <that's, laughs> oh, the club scene where they're playing uh, Dead or Alive, you yeah. spin around like a record? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> that's, that's your favorite. That's my favorite. And you know is that, that your that's favorite true. song from the 80s? Um... It's in my top five, yeah. Wow, it's yeah. probably in my top five as well. I think. Yeah, my fa- it's by far my favorite one-hit wonder song I've ever, ever heard in my life. I it, think the best one-hit wonder song of all time. For I think in my opinion, one hundred. Your favorite, yeah. right? Yeah. yeah, my favorite. It is instantly recognizable. Exactly. And you automatically know you're watching something from the eighties. Yeah. Yes, instantly yeah. recognizable, yeah. brother. Oh yeah. yeah, I think that it's one of those few songs where like we listen to it. Mm-hmm. Part of your body is gonna move, or like just like be like you know what this has a good beat. <laughs> involuntarily. Yeah, involuntarily. Like, you yeah, whether you like it or, or not, it is. Yeah. It's like it's such a great party song. It, it yeah. really is weirdly awesome. Yeah, and well, yeah. I mean, credit to uh, Adam Sandler for using it, right? And wedding, oh, wedding singer. Yeah, that's I was a, just gonna say, yeah. Well, yeah, that's one of the very few things I'll give Adam Sandler credit yeah, for. Very few <laughs> things good for it. Uh, that's one of them. Yeah. I will give him credit for a lot of his older stuff. Older, older stuff. But yes, the wedding singer it. is like the pinnacle. Pinnacle. pinnacle yeah. yeah. Well, it's well, the that, pinnacle of his career. Uh, yeah. As, as you would say, is is magnum opus. It is his magnum opus. Yeah, I agree with that completely. Totally. Wedding singer is just like, it's. It's got everything you want in yeah. a throwback, like nostalgia movie. movie yeah. Nostalgia movie, yeah. Well, like yeah. you once said not long ago that it's one of the most under again the word underrated, underappreciated '80s throwback classic movies. Oh yeah, I mean it did really well in the theater. It did really well. Yeah, it did well on home video. Yep, yep. And when it's on TV, you watch it. Yeah. But nobody seems to always go back to it when you're talking about like like great '80s stuff. Yeah, yeah. The great '80s like moments. Yeah, I'm trying to think of what's on. another um what's another good um throwback '80s movie that came out in the Gross '90s. Gross Point or Blank. Gross Point Blank. Is Incredible. Yeah. Um. American Psycho. Was a hot tub yeah, American Psycho was like, yeah, that's... Hot Tub Machine. Was that 80s throwback too, if I remember now? Uh, I believe it was. I, You know, I haven't seen Hot Tub Time Machine. Okay. Was, was, it's decent, yeah. actually. The first one was good. Was Taking Me Home yeah. Tonight? Was that one of them too, or...? Oh, yes. Yeah. And that was actually... Uh, it was pretty good. Yeah. Take Me Home Tonight is actually not a bad movie at all. Who's in that again? I don't think that's Topher that. Grace. Topher Grace. And, and uh, um, that one Australian girl who was in Point Break, she played the, oh, new, the new version. The new Point Break. The new yeah. Point Break. Oh, okay, okay. Which, um, funny enough, have you, have you guys I've seen, seen that? I've seen yeah, it. I heard if it wasn't Point Break, it'd be pretty good. Yeah, I actually liked it. Um, yeah. Yeah, if, if it was called anything except yeah. Point yeah. Break, yeah. it'd be a great movie. The, the movie the itself, like Luke talked about how the movie itself is, is incredible. Yeah, visually. I heard yeah. This, yeah, I heard the stunts in it are, are great, but yeah. it, it, it shouldn't have that label on it. No. Here's, here's my beef with that, and it's the same beef that I've got with Ghostbusters, that if it were a sequel and the older cop was Keanu as, as uh, Johnny Utah. Yeah. And you have a different character altogether. Yep. 
and it's a copycat situation. Yep. Yeah. Great movie. Yeah. Why yeah. not just do that? Yeah. You have a, a built-in fan base. Yeah. They'll go back because of nostalgia. Yeah. Their because hero is still there. And because of Keanu Reeves, yeah. Keanu Reeves is still there, yeah. Mm-hmm. Why not? Like, I mean, what was... Did he not want to do it? Like, that, was he too close who, to it? Well, I, I, I think they, they wouldn't even bother ask, to ask him that even. Because they, they probably Man. knew if they... You, you'd probably say, there's no use. I don't, I don't think he was considered because if he did, the storyline is completely different. Yeah. It's not like, oh, I yeah, not there. Because he's not that... Because he doesn't do that kind of like dude kind of surfer thing anymore but he wouldn't have been no, no, because he, he never was anyway in the yeah, movie right yeah he wasn't dude that was a cover yeah that's true too yeah yeah yeah, yeah. And, and, and but the movie doesn't like the movie the johnny he doesn't have a mentor in the movie he doesn't johnny's a straight cop going after these group of guys so does Bodie ever mentor him nothing at all like, nothing at all yeah that's right really. yeah you're right i'm yeah. backtracking now yeah and even right. um pappas is he like a father figure ish? Like uh, is he kind of like a big? Uh, he's not a father figure. He's more like that weird big brother. That weird big brother. Yeah. yeah. That cycle, like cycle. Yeah. Big brother, you don't want to listen to. Why are you tell me this through yours? Yeah. Like, <laughs> 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 yeah, I can't remember top of my head, but I remember Pappas being like, I don't, I don't know if they even used the character Pappas. I, I don't oh, he's in it. It's Ray Winstone. Okay. Right, yeah, yeah, I remember Ray Winstone is okay. in that as Pappas. Mm-hmm. I don't remember him. Uh, okay, I don't remember him having a huge impact. Yeah, he's really not in the movie for no, like, in, in, because like Gary Busey. Aside from Lethal Weapon, I think that's my my Easily. second favorite oh, Gary Busey movie. I totally agree, 100%. Gary Busey, yeah. He's, yeah, I'd have to agree. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, he's pretty great in both of those movies. Yeah. And they're both like, they're both era movies. Like, Lethal Weapon is an 80s action movie. Point Break was that 90s action movie. Right. Mm-hmm. But the concept of a, a former star coming back to the same series mm-hmm. in a mentor role, yeah. they didn't happen to Point Break, but it's happening with kickboxer vengeance though well kind of he's not i mean he's not playing the same character no no but he's playing a mentor exactly he's He's playing a mentor mentor yeah yeah and he's in throughout the entire movie he's not a little cameo he doesn't just come in do his bit then get murdered and then he's got something else to fight for yeah Yeah. he's Mm -hmm. in the whole entire movie and i think that's why the reviews that are coming out have been fantastic i am really looking forward to it me too i'm really i mean i Obviously, I look forward to any theatrical Van Damme release. Absolutely. And then Batista has been knocking it out of the park. Absolutely. Yeah. Like, yes. surprisingly, man, this guy can... He was a highlight of that Bond movie. Yeah, highlight of uh, fucking Guardians. He was too. great in Guardians. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Gro- Groot was pretty awesome. Groot was, <laughs> Groot was pretty awesome. Yeah. I mean, that whole movie, like, everybody had their moment. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, Batista was great in that. 100%, yeah. So I'm excited to see him in this as well. Me too. Yeah. Me too. Yeah. Um, he was really good in that Riddick. Oh, yes, yeah. that's right. I forgot oh, that's that Riddick right, yeah. movie. Mm-hmm. He was as that weird kind of... Dreadlock Bounty Hunter. He's pretty great in that too. So oh, yeah. I mean, he is doing quite well. Everybody in that movie, I think, is gonna is gonna perform. Yeah, I think so too. My yeah, yeah my fear for that movie is that uh, who's what's his name? Alan Moosey? Is that his? Is that yeah, his? Yeah. Yeah. yeah my, my fear is that he's gonna be um, like physically and all the all the stunts he's gonna do and all the fighting. I'm pretty sure. I'm I guarantee he's gonna be fine. Mm-hmm. So I'm just wondering if because uh, um, I'm not sure how much acting experience he has. Yeah. Because what has he been in? He's been in a lot of Canadian stuff. He's a stunt guy. A stunt guy. I know yeah. That. Yeah. But from what I've been reading, the movie is great as a homage, yet as a separate movie as well. And mm-hmm. Alan Moosey, yeah, his acting skills are not the best. Yeah. But they don't say it, but no. Not Do they need to be, though? Exactly. Yeah, that, yeah, that was, that, yeah, that's my point. Yeah. Does it have to be? Does it have to be, yeah. Because, yeah. I mean, really, like Van Damme. No, like, will, he be care- will he be supported by everybody else? Yeah. 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 And the, I mean, if you compare the, both movies, he has a he, way bigger supporting cast around him. Right? Mm-hmm. Here's the weird thing about the, like I just said, like the whole Van Damme thing, but when I think back to like that whole, the jungle training, like the pads and uh, the, yeah, yeah. the trees and whatnot, yeah. Van Damme sells it. 100%. Like, he yeah. sells it as a guy who's like not, I don't know if I should be here. Like, am I the guy to do this? Yeah. Like, I mean, he's doing all the moves and it looks incredible. Right. 
well, like maybe one of the most well-shot showcase moments yep. for any martial artist in a movie Absolutely ever. Absolutely well yeah. said, yeah. Mm-hmm. That when he's kicking all the weird pads he's got up in the yeah. trees. Yeah. Like, wow, that's really good, right? Oh, yeah. But, um, yeah, he did really sell it. Yeah. That oh, moment. Yeah. Yeah, so yeah. that's what we really want to hope from Alan Moosey. I agree. Is it Moosey? Moosey? Alan Moosey? Alan Moosey. I saw the interview on Conan. Yeah. And uh, you said Alan Moosey. Okay. That's what oh, wow, he was on Conan. Yeah. Did you oh, just wow. see, you didn't see oh, really? that skit? Got, oh, guys. No, I've seen a skit with him, Van Damme, dancing to his old music. I've that's that. That, that's the skit. That's the skit I'm talking oh, about. Oh, that one. Yeah, yeah, yeah no, I've seen no, that. I, I think when Alan, Van Damme was on, yeah, he on met, Conan. Yeah, okay. Conan, I think Alan Moosey was on Conan. Yeah, like, that's what I thought, yeah. What happened was that he because they were talking about a uh, kickboxer, and mm-hmm. then, he, then after... Um, they talked about it. He was saying, "Oh yeah, we're doing a we're doing a sequel." He mentioned Batista, GSP. Yeah. Then he says, "Alan." He goes, "Alan Moosey." Okay, cool, cool. Alan Moosey. Yeah. Right. And uh, also, like a little, not as well known, but Darren Shalavi was it who Our, died? Who died? Yeah. 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 Unfortunately, yeah. I mean, he was. I mean, he had issues. He had his own demons and whatnot. You want to call him? But damn, he's an incredible martial artist too. Incredible mm-hmm. martial artist. Yeah. What's the movie that he did? Uh, it Man One. I think he's in that. He was, I don't know, but I did see him on Arrow. He was pretty phenomenal in that. Okay, yeah, he was great. That's, yeah, that's that's where I saw him, yeah. Yeah, I mean, he's really... He's also an Ip Man. He goes against Donnie Yen. He's an Ip Man, yeah. I mean, me. he's something, man. Yeah, he's, yeah. he's fantastic. Not too much a fantastic physique, too. Yeah, or just, just like the physique you would want from a, from a movie martial artist. Absolutely. Yeah. Great I mean, physique. not quite as jacked as Scott Atkins. Yeah. But he had that, like, it's different. I agree. Yeah, different and mm-hmm. capable. Uh, and capable. Yeah. yeah, a capable form for, like, a martial artist on film. Yeah. 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 So... Kickbox of Vengeance is coming out to September 2nd, okay. VOD, mm-hmm. and uh, Hard Target 2. Also September 2nd? September 6th. 6th. So they're basically in the same week, both um, both movies are be coming out. And I mean, for fans of the genre, for mm-hmm. fans of martial arts, action, right, and uh, underappreciated stars, it's a huge week for us. Huge week. Here's my question. Should Hard Target 2 have been Hard Target 2 or just Hard Target? Could you have just... Hard target. I would. I, I would have going been, back to the whole point break thing. Yeah, I would have been. Uh, if you're gonna, if you're gonna use the word hard target, yeah, don't call it hard target too. Call it hard target. Then put another, like kickboxer vengeance. Yeah, like yeah. Or, or hard target. Was that one? What was the mechanic one called? Resurrection. Does something not something. That's, that's a true sequel yeah. though. Yeah, like don't don't call it some like say hard target. And then have it give it a, give it an explosive name or something. Yeah, yeah. Don't don't call it direct sequel because kickboxer kickboxer can't get the words up. Kickboxer vengeance doesn't need to be kickboxer five or six or whatever it was. Yeah, and it doesn't need to reference the original movie not because at all. it yeah. is not right. It's not. Yeah, but if all these other movies with Sasha Mitchell didn't come out, kickboxer two, three, four, and five. Yeah, if this never came out, would this be kickboxer two? Yeah, that's what I'm asking. You. I don't think it could be. Because got Van Damme in it. Yeah, because yeah, Van Damme. He's not playing the same character. He's not, yeah. he's not the same character. Yeah. yeah, but I mean, it doesn't matter. The second Van Damme's in it, as Kickboxer Two. Yeah, I think he would have to be the same character. Yeah, and he would have to he would have to be the mentor role. I mean, yeah. really, you wouldn't have to tweak it much, right? Yeah, to make him the mentor because he doesn't die in in Kickboxer. No, no, he doesn't. And he, he dies in Kickboxer Two. He's playing the mentor in this movie regardless. Yeah. So he just changed his name to a what a stupid death. In number two, yeah, yeah. in, oh, in the, the fucking alley, oh, fuck like that. in the alley, uh, like Tong Po just comes out and like Luke hates that too. Where yeah. they, they just make Tong Po like a goon now. A goon. A goon yeah. Yeah. He just walks out and guns him down the alley. Like yeah. where is like he's kind of got some sort of martial arts honor. Yeah, like you can see it from his perspective. These two white guys show up to Thailand, try to do what we're doing. Fuck, I'm gonna, I'm, I'm gonna ruin their lives. Yeah, I'm gonna break the one. If I can kill him in the ring, I'll kill the other one. Yeah, and that seems to be where Batista is in this one. Yeah, he's yeah. just like you know, you can't just come here and do what you're doing, man. Yeah, like I'm, I'm gonna, I'm gonna break you. Yeah, I must break yeah. you. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah, totally agree. Yeah, I think, um, yeah, I, yeah, I think that's where kickboxer like hard target. Sorry, hard target should have been like. More of a, 
I don't like the two attached to it. I think it's yeah. just, it just it just make it your own thing. Mm-hmm. Like you know, like same thing. Like honor the original. Yeah. But uh, make it your own. Put your own spin on it. Yeah. Use the name so there's an t- attachment to it. So you ca- people kind of it kind of gets people into the oh you know what if we like this you all like the all like heart, the original hard target it'll draw people to the original exactly. So um, but yeah, but don't. Because there's no what's the sequel behind it? Like, like yeah, I mean, like you could you could technically, I guess, like if it's called say Hard Target Resurrection or whatever. Yeah, you could still reference the characters from the first 100%, one. Hundred percent. Yeah, you could. Yeah. 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 And all of a sudden, it's its own movie. Mm-hmm. And like, uh, like Predators, they reference the whole situation that happened with the original Predator. Yeah, absolutely. But yeah. it's kind of its own movie at the same time. Like mm-hmm. things kind of happen. Yeah. Well, you don't need to be called like Predator Three, right? Yeah. Hard Target. The, I mean, the, what uh, Fushan Pick did. Yeah, with group, great characters, man. Amazing, oh man, legendary characters. Yeah, what they did with their group, though. Yeah, I mean, yeah. any group in the world can be p- picking Fushan. Yeah. the same thing, just different name, right? Different name, yeah. So that's yeah. why Hard Target. Uh, hard Target Two doesn't need to be Hard Target Two. Yeah, it can, can be like Hard Target whatever. Hard Target yeah. Blood Hunter, exactly. the new Hunter, or whatever, whatever it's called. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But, but I don't mind the fact that it's Hard Target Two, because I, people say Hard Target Two was hard. I want to see Hard Target One. Yeah. If you said Hard Target Blood Hunt, it doesn't necessarily mean it doesn't necessarily mean it's a Hard Target before that. People can't like, if somebody, most people you can't tell unless you know it. it it's in a weird place, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, that's so, the thing. Yeah, that's, it's that's in a that, strange it's, place. It's in a very, very awkward uh, place. Yeah. This movie. So yeah. the fact is, Hard Target Two. It, people instantly who have never seen Hard Target, they say, "Wait a minute, hmm. what's Hard Target One? Who's in that?" And then they, you won't please everybody. No. Never. That's, will. Not, that's yeah. not the problem. Like you won't yeah, please yeah, everybody. Yeah, right? yeah. Like yeah. the um. Yeah. Yeah. Because like I because there, there are the internet haters out there who are already like, "Well, you're just making money off the name of Hard Target." Like, what kind of money are you going to make off the name of Hard yeah, Target? Yeah, Hard Target made right. thirty million domestic. Yeah, you're not making. <laughs> yeah, you're not making no, money off the name. Good, yeah, that, that's pretty good. Back that, then, for yeah. that movie, for an yeah. already yeah. nineteen ninety three movie. Yeah, that's and that's only U.S. that they made. Yeah, that's, that's just domestic. Yeah, domestically. That's yeah. It. yeah, so that's pretty good. That's not bad for yeah for a Van Damme ninety three thirty million. For, yeah. yeah, for John Woo's first movie too. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. But I mean, I do remember when that was coming out. Like that was a big deal. It's yeah. John Woo's first yeah. American movie. Well, I saw it in theater, man. And yeah, we we saw it in theaters, yeah. and it was I think it was reported like on Entertainment Tonight. Yeah, the John yeah, Woo. Yeah. the John Woo Entertainment uh, Tonight report is on YouTube. Yeah, that it's yeah. his first American movie. Yeah. Like him coming over to the United States was a huge deal. Yeah, yeah. that's true. Yeah, yeah. I mean, uh, even in the, not to interrupt you, even no, the eighties or, or in the nineties, like John Woo was influencing American cinema absolutely. with his style, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. absolutely. Yeah, yeah well, there was um, yeah, because I remember. Uh, yeah, there was. I think we all know the story behind it. Is that um, they were kind of afraid of what he was going to do because they've seen all of his, they saw all of his Hong Kong movies. They're like, "Hey, this movie's going to be way too much." Yeah, and so Ro- it's Robert, too intense. Yeah, Robert Tapert, the the Raimi guys came in and they had to like you know hold his hand, like hover over him, just make sure if he gets out of control, yeah, take over and stuff like that. And it was just and that's why we have that much bigger cut. Yeah, that that different cut, bigger multiple cuts, multiple, multiple cuts. cuts. Well, like yeah. John Woo's there's there's, like, there's three cuts out there, mm-hmm. four if you include the regular one that came out. Yeah, what we saw in theaters, and then there's also the European cut, which beautifully got released on Blu-ray. Yeah, and that has uh, extra footage at the end and a little bit in between at the beginning. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's Don John Woo's cut, the one he prefers. Mm-hmm. That's that's time coded. And that's, that's, now that's the one that you grabbed on VHS years ago. Yeah, the time. Yeah. That's when I had a, the time that, code. Is one. that the one that's on my laptop? Nope. No, no. Oh, no. Raji, Raji, like hunted, and he found a VHS copy. Yeah. Years ago. Years ago. That but, is time coded. Yeah. I think we watched that here on, on my old VHS yeah, ones. I think it was oh. Like, yeah. Yeah. Uh, this is like right in the beginning of the internet age. I think. It, yeah. It took me a long time to find it. Different ending. Different. Ending, different music. Different. Completely different soundtrack. Yeah. Um, no, born on the bayou, if so, I remember. So, no, different order of scenes. Right? Yeah. And then the final cut, which I completely found by hours and hours of searching, like I think I was telling about you on the 10th, 12th page of Google. Yeah. 
<laughs> I mean, I remember he went deep Google. He went deep Google, <laughs> went deep Google to find the, that one. Is that the one I have? Yeah. yeah. Okay. And that's the one. So there's the, the 97 minute regular version. Mm -hmm. There's, I believe, the 100, 100, 101 minute European cut. Mm -hmm. Yeah. 116 minute John Woo cut. And then there's a 128 minute regular unedited cut. Wow. Yeah. And that's that like Blade Runner. Yeah. yeah. That, that one's dirty too. <laughs> yeah, that's incredible. Dirty, dirty co copy. Yeah. 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 And, that, and that's like a huge extension of scenes. Um, that gives the movie so much more. For example, in, in the final cut, the 128 one, mm -hmm. you find out Natasha Bender's a lawyer. Really? Yeah. Because yeah, we, she just shows up. Yeah, she shows up. You know nothing about her. Yeah. It's so weird. Cause yeah. She's like her father gets killed and yeah. she just rolls into town. Yeah. yeah. No development at all. Yeah. Weirdly, instant, instantly likable as a as like the, the oh, femme yeah. fatale or whatever 100%. you want to call it. Yeah. I guess oh, yeah. she'd be like the damsel in distress yeah, in that case. Oh right? yeah, drives yeah. Camaro Z twenty eight convertible. Like. Yeah, like what a what a like likable character. <laughs> yeah. but you don't know anything about yeah, her. Like there's no development yeah. for her at all. Yeah, but I think even so, like even if you don't, um, even if you don't have that, if you don't watch that one hundred twenty eight uh, version of it, mm -hmm. her the, the the mystery of her is like that's kind of a drawing point too. That's what I like about her because you Th don't there's know a mystery you there. Don't know too much about her, and you don't need that character development. Yeah. To make that movie good. Yeah, like I mean, I don't know anything about her. I yeah. never thought of the mystery of her at all. Yeah. But I mean, like as a, I just accept her as yeah. Yeah, because I, yeah, I get her story. Yeah, because and her story is like yeah. is fantastic because because regardless of what she is or who she is, mm -hmm. you you feel for her throughout the entire movie. Well, yeah. I mean, her father was like run through with a, a weird what was it like a a bolt or was it was crossbow, it a bow was it a crossbow crossbow yeah. Like a, yeah 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 metal yeah. Crossbow, yeah yeah if you if you actually watch that scene I think we've talked about this that scene where like you know they show the cross that, that arrow like flying through the air yeah that scene is that that specific shot is taken right out of uh, Army of Darkness oh wow. It, okay, wait. They use that shot? Yeah. Or they... Well, they're with the air... They're following no, no, they the arrow? They mimic it. They mimic it. They mimic it. They didn't... Like, they literally... They did like, yeah. Yeah, it's a silver arrow, but they, that, that same shot, they... Also they, using Robin Hood. Yeah. <laughs> the magic arrow. Yeah, yeah. Goes through the trees. Goes through the trees. Well, one of the things that... Uh, we might have to mute this whole part. That arrow murder just happened in Toronto. It's <laughs> uh, kind of sensitive out there. Oh, <laughs> oh yeah. That's right. That oh, happened That happened just, just today. Today, yeah. yeah. Okay, I didn't know about this. Uh, uh, three people killed by crossbow in Toronto today. Yeah. Where? Like downtown Toronto or something? No, or? like in a, in a neighborhood, in a neighborhood. somewhere, man. They, so, don't know, they don't know what's up. All they know is all we know is the public are three people were killed and one is injured. With, with a crossbow. With a crossbow. Oh, which wow. is illegal in Canada still, right? Any one-armed, like, bow-firing weapon? So yeah. Handgun legal, crossbow legal. Yeah. So this person... Built it on a crossbar or something, or I don't know. I don't know anything. Yeah, we we know nothing about it. Wow. But I mean, obviously, it must have been some sort of ambush or like just some weird like mental illness tactic behind it. Because like I've I've used them before. I used to be a bow guy. Like in the states, I've used I've used uh, bows here. To load a crossbow is like a three second affair. It's like it's not like you're just firing it and firing it and firing it. It's like you're firing it, you're bracking it, you're placing it, you're loading it. Yeah, like so there, there's a moment there. Yeah, right? there's an intent in purpose when when you're doing it. There, there is a definite intent. This mm -hmm. is like you can't just say like he went nuts and shot three people. No, nah, man, he thought about it and he killed three people yeah, with a right, crossbow. Right, right. Yeah, back on topic anyway. So. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so anyway, yeah, quick. The last thing I want to mention about Hard Target with the 116 minute version and the 28 minute version shows you that the other uh, versions completely miss out is the character development of Pick and Fouchon. That the, uh, yeah, I remember the that. The scales, lions and the when he's playing the piano. Yeah, the tracking scales. Yeah. And how they um, how they find the structure prey. That's tearing you up. He's not loud bit. enough. <laughs> uh, yeah, so that's that's missed out a lot on. That that is. But I remember there's the uh, the VHS one that you have mm -hmm. when he's playing the piano mm -hmm. and thinking about like the the African hunts and this, all that. This, yeah, yeah. Yeah, man. Like prey, you have to yeah. kill it. Right? What a great character. Amazing. Yeah. 
Oh, yeah. I, oh, man. Like, I mean, that's a guy who you wish they had just done a prequel movie yep. right after that movie. Yeah, absolutely. absolutely. Yeah, just like, yeah, just a movie on those two and how they, yeah. they forged their relationship. What a great character. Yeah, yeah. if that movie happened now, I think I could have done that. I mean, uh, who would have thought Undisputed 2 would be done? We shouldn't have done that at the same time. Yeah, no kidding. I got to cut away to one of them. <laughs> <laughs> hey, when Undisputed 2 came out. Yeah. No one would have thought, okay, Undisputed 3 would focus on Boyka. Great villain. Yeah. But he's dead. Let's move on. Yeah. I mean, great villain, thankfully not killed by the end of the movie. Yeah. And then we get him as the hero in two more movies? Yeah, like, who would have thought that would have happened? Man, right. thank God. That yeah. Mean, yeah. Yeah. So what, is, a, is, what a great character. Is there another one coming out? Yep. Yeah. Very soon, Boyka. Okay. I Boyka. Think, <laughs> yeah, I, I think we talked about this last podcast, but, um, or last time I was here anyway, um, that the window is closing for Scott Atkins. It is closing for Scott Atkins. Yeah. He, he's getting to that point now where... Are you, be, are you going to be, are you, gonna st- are you still going to be B or yeah. you're going to do something, are you actually going to do something tangible? Yeah. I mean, he doesn't quite have that same, I think like the push or the hype of like Jason Statham. Yeah. But I mean, Statham's not a young man either anymore. No, so, he's always close to 50, isn't he? Yeah. I mean, he's got to be 45 minimum, right? Minimum. Did you, yeah. yeah. Did you, did you see the trailer for Mechanic Resurrection? Yeah. Oh my God. I mean, it really. Jesus Christ. It looks so horrible. They handed them too much money. Oh, it looks so stupid. It's weird, surprise, man. surprise. Yeah. yeah. It just, I mean, I don't think they got they have like a, a blockbuster budget, but they have enough to where they're like, you know what, we can screw around. Let's yeah. do a, a pool kill. Let's do some weird stuff like that. Let's do yeah. like like weird hang hanging from wire stuff. Yeah. Just I don't I don't need I that. I don't know. Yeah. It's it's on it's like a cheap ass version of like a Lupuson movie. Yeah, man. I just there are certain things I don't need from Statham. All I need from Statham is like snappy dialogue. Because, yeah. like, that guy can deliver some great dialogue. Yeah. yeah. He is charismatic. There's no question. Charismatic. Right? Charism- charismatic. Yes. There's yep. no doubt about that. Uh, I want good hand to hand, well shot. Well shot. Isaac Florentine level shot Thank you. scenes. I just, yeah. I was just about to, I said <laughs> it. Isaac Florentine. We always talk about it. Isaac Florentine, yeah. Yep. That guy That guy handles fight sequences better than anybody in, in the, Hollywood. In the, okay. What would you say, the world? Oh, he, maybe. Yeah. Maybe. I yeah. mean, I don't know because I don't watch a lot of European. From what, from what you know. From what from what I know. Yeah. I will agree with you. Okay. That he handles better than anybody I've seen. Right. That you've seen. That, that I've seen. seen. That we've seen. That we've seen. And we watch a lot of action movies. Hundred yeah, percent. Not since like I'd say like the eighties has there been a guy who and maybe that's what he does. Maybe that's his thing. Is he has homage to eighties style action movies? Well, not to mention he's accomplished martial arts himself. Oh really? I didn't know that. Oh yeah. I oh, had yeah. no idea. Yeah. So yeah. maybe that's what it is. I think so. He gets it. He gets it. Yeah. Yeah. Because like shaky cam is awful, and like, uh, we won't go back into it. We don't go back to Paul but, Greengrass. Yeah, to no. Paul Greengrass. But like, no. this is a guy who understands action sequences. Yeah. Maybe because he's a martial artist himself. Yeah. Mm-hmm. he knows as a fan what he wants to see on screen. Yeah, that's what he shoots. Okay, so Sky Atkins is forty years old. Okay, Jason Statham is forty nine. Yeah, but see, Jason Statham's yeah, been aged for for a while now. He's yeah. been popular since. Uh, he's got no. that TRT. I mean, he must. Yeah. That, that's a guy who's in really good shape for his age. To, trust to, oh, to, oh, to oh, yeah. Guys of yeah. his age don't look as... Ju- and all of Hollywood, man. Of if course. you're over 40 in Hollywood... Well, why not? I would do it. Why not? Why not? Yeah. Who, like, I mean, the the debate that, oh, do they or don't they, I think is stupid. Uh, of course. It's, it's totally dumb. It's dumb. It, yeah, because it has to do with their career. It's just not... Like, yeah. yeah they're not, oh, like, you mean the debate of whether it works? Is that what you're talking about? No, about doing it at all. Like, oh, should they be oh, on okay, it? Okay, it's like, okay. no, man. If you're... if I mean, it's like the fountain of youth for a lot of these guys. Just do it. Do it. Yeah, I think it's found use for every guy. But I'm thinking from his body perspective, of course, right? Oh, obviously, yeah, obviously. That's kind of like my beef about we and we again we keep going back to it. That's my beef about the whole UFC and their their idea that well you shouldn't be on it. It's like, look, man, you're getting a guy to train like six days a week hard for a fight that he's gonna walk in, get punched in the face, punched in the body, get hit, possibly have little bone shards all over his body for five rounds, three rounds, just getting beat to hell. 
He's going to get beat up during training, and you're going to say, well, you can't take what you need to recover properly. Okay. Yeah, I, I agree. I think it's stupid. Sh- should there be a limit then? For example, if someone's taking 6,000 MGs of testosterone, and someone's taking 500 there, MGs. There's, I mean, if you want to regulate a limit, you regulate a limit. That's what I'm thinking, too. Yeah, you which is which limit. is fair. Yeah. But at the same time, it's like there, there's a lot going on in these guys' careers that's going to, to factor in how long they fight. Let them do something. They need to, they need to be able to do something. And if you don't give them TRT or give them like a testosterone replacement or whatever it is, steroids, whatever it is, don't knock on them for taking some sort of kangaroo meat or the fuck Frank Mir took and be like, oh, your your testosterone levels are very high by like a negligible negligible amount. Right. Yeah, I mean it's it's weird, man. They gotta really find a way to regulate that shit properly because yeah. guys are careers are gonna get shorter. Guys are gonna stay injured. You're not gonna have those like 10, 10 belt or ten um, defense champions anymore. So why that's would, gone. Why did they have them before and not now? Before it was there was no regulation. So there was no USADA back then. I mean there was, but the UFC didn't have that. Okay, so does that mean GSP? I'm I'm not saying for sure. I don't know. Yeah. But I mean I'm saying a lot of guys are on it. Yeah, I agree. Yeah, a lot more guys but are on you, it. You think that's the main reason why we don't have multiple multiple guys who? <laughs> I think they're getting hurt. Yeah, I don't think their career is gonna last as long. Yeah. I think that's for sure. Yeah. You got guys out there who are getting beat up and they're not recovering the same way. Yeah, yeah. You know, so I, I mean, look at Vitor. Belfort, yeah. Let's come back to Vitor. He was, he came back when he was a thirty-five. Yeah. And he was a tank. Yeah, he was. I mean, he looked like he did when he was nineteen. Yeah. But jacked. Jacked. And he was, that. he was performing, man. He's doing well, doing spinning back kicks and kicking, be- kicking people in the face. And he's messing guys up again. Yeah. Look at Vitor now. I mean, he's back. He's kind of back now, but he still looks rough compared to what he was, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah. I remember when he came back the second time. He was a phenom when he was 18, 19, right? There. Yeah. And then he came back the second round. I remember that. He the second round? Amazing. He looked amazing again. Well, Alistair Overstein looked amazing until he got busted, right? And he looks good again, though. Oh, he recently he's a freak. Yeah, man. That guy's a freak, though. Like, I mean, like, I think he's a genuine freak. Because when you look at him, he's had, like, four different body types. And they've all they've all come back. Like he's always he's always had success with each one. Wow. Tall, skinny guy. Wow. Tall, jack guy. Wow. Tall, chubby guy. Back to being a tall jack guy, but a different way. Right. You know, I mean, Alistair Overeem is like a, he's he's another phenom. Yeah, he's, he's huge too. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, Vic, um, going back to Dark Angel. Back, back to Dark Angel for a second. <laughs> stop looking at that movie. <laughs> <laughs> man, it's hard to stop. It's hard to stop, man. It's hard nope. to stop, yep. You know, it's like the reason we're doing this this episode in general is because we love eighties movies. Yeah. We love eighties action movies. We do, yep. And mm-hmm. underrated. Underrated. Cult Under- hits, right? Underrated. Yep. And Dolph, true. man. I mean, like kind of like the king of that. Yeah. And with the, I mean, this reason why we're not talking about the crow, for example, which is a great film, but it's not a reason we're talking about Terminator. Mm-hmm. They're already been appreciated for what they're worth. They'll their appreciation will not go away. Never no. go away. Yeah. So the reason I suggest this idea because movies like this should not go underappreciated. Yep. No. Totally. People, yeah. People, sh- people should be watching these movies. Yeah. Just, There's just, a reason yeah. that uh, that people get mad about a Crow remake. Yeah. Because like it's got a place in your head that's not going away. Yeah. But we won't get mad if they say we're doing an Icon and Peace remake. I would no, not at all. Yeah. I would, yeah, I would, I would love to see a remake of that. I think Dolph could still play the cop. Yeah. yeah <laughs> Dolph yeah, could yeah, still yeah, play the character. Yeah. I think Dolph would want to play yeah. the character. Yeah. Because from what I've seen online, yeah, it seems like it's it holds a very special place in his career. You know what? I think I think it might be his. I think I, you know you can complete that thought. I think it might be his favorite movie that he's done. I think so because, like he even said, where they gave me dialogue. Yeah, they yeah. gave me like usable, cool, realistic dialogue. Absolutely, yeah. a normal character yeah. with very little baggage. Yeah, that has like a normal life. Yeah, just happens to be in a weird situation, gets a dipshit partner, and has to make the best of it, and still do cop stuff. Yeah, like it's a cool character, man. Yeah, the, the premise of the whole entire movie is so. It's it's very cool, but at the same time, it's like it's so out there. You're like, yeah. you know what? Um, how could, like enjoy for what it is. Okay. Yeah. yeah. So two things then. Okay. It, you obviously it's science fiction, mm-hmm. right? 
So what does this rank on your list of top Dolph movies? A top Dolph movies? Yeah, and then I want to ask you science fiction movies. And I'm saying your personal favorite, obviously, right? I'm not saying with the best, because that's uh, subjective, but your personal yeah. favorite. So number one, what does this rank amongst your Dolph movies? My Dolph movies? Man, like Dolph movies are always tough. Okay, so like, Dol- where Dolph is the star of the movie. Yeah, yeah. The star of the okay. movie. Okay. But, so, but you can include Rocky Four if you want. Rocky Four, obviously, I think for if you're if you're a Dolph fan, I think that's got to sit at number one. Yeah, because what a what a great introduction to Dolph. I agree, and he's mm-hmm. fantastic in there. Yeah, he's fantastic, man. Yeah. I mean, like he's got one of those character arcs that you see from like Bruce Willis and Die Hard, where first you're like a oh, fucking lumpy dipshit from New York going to L.A. and then turning into a badass that you're rooting for. Yeah, you know, I mean, he's just a normal guy for the most part. Yeah, which is which is the same thing that kind of happens in um, District Nine. Get a guy who you ah, don't like, District Nine, yeah, Vickis. You don't like him, Great and by the end of the movie, movie yeah. he's he's your hero, yeah. and you love this guy. And it's weird because in in um, Rocky Four, you hate Dolph. He kills Apollo Creed, and then he gains this weird respect for the guy he's fighting. And his dialogue changes as you're watching the movie. Yeah, it's like you know what does he say about it? It's like hitting iron. Yeah, it's like I mean like yeah. everything about the character. He gains respect for Rocky. Yeah, in the end. To the end. To the it's end, like they yeah. both have this this absolute love and admiration for each other's fighting. Yeah. For the ability to come well, back and yeah, be resilient. He sees yeah. himself in Rocky perhaps. He yeah, sees he's, him, he's it like, could be. He's like, come on, hit me. He's like, I want you to yeah. fight back. And then, what, a, what a great moment, right? Yeah, absolutely fantastic. So fantastic. I think that's why Rocky Rocky Four Dolph, is number one. Number yeah. five, okay. Definitely number Makes one. Makes sense. Now we're getting into... Showdown Little Tokyo. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I have to agree there's, there There's too. not even a... There's no <laughs> question. There's no question. There's definitely Showdown Little yeah, Tokyo. That's yeah. my number one slide. Okay, if you take away Rocky... If you take away Rocky, it's Showdown. Showdown's yeah. Showdown's because one. like, what a great character. Oh, wow. The amazing was the... Uh, oh. Yeah, what a great character. One-liners. Had, one-liners. He had the most... I think he had the most fun having that, that character, right? Yeah, he, man. Yeah. Even though this is probably his favorite role. Yes. I think he had... As a most, fan? As a fan, yeah. 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 As a fan for us to watch yeah, a movie? Yeah, yeah he, but he, yeah. he smiled on the show and he smiled every day he was on set. Yeah. It, <laughs> I think yeah, so. He was yeah. having a great time there and the character of uh, Detective Chris Kenner Kenner is just electric. He jumped over a car. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, yeah. come on, yeah, man. He's standing up so he's doing a running start. Either, he right? had a fight holding a coffee cup. Yeah, yeah. I mean, like you're oh, yeah. weird, like a such drip. a weird, yeah. mo- not, not a, a drip. drip. Yeah, not a drip. Not a drip out yeah. of that cup. Yeah. A guy who could punch someone and kick someone at the same time. Yeah, yeah, man. And again, beautiful contrast with, with the Brandon Lee in his prime. Right? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Two different fighting styles. Yeah. Two different character styles. Yeah. yeah. I mean, like the fish out of the water in that. Yeah. I yeah. mean, they're both fishes out of water. Yeah. Well, well one's well, a fish out of water in Japan for fucking Dolph, right? Yeah. Oh yeah. We'll but I mean, and off. then being as Japanese as he was, yeah. he's a fish out of water in the states. Yeah. He himself oh, that's the, was sorry, that's yeah. yeah. In the U.S., yeah. Dolph was the fish out of water. Dolph was, isn't oh, that amazing? Yeah, he's yeah. a total, he's a total dipper in that movie. Yeah, he's a fish yeah. out of water. Yeah. yeah, he is the guy who just walked off the boat and has, he's going through culture shock. Yeah. In the United States, even though he's lived there his whole life, yeah, yeah, he well, most of his life. Yeah, <laughs> he's so awkward in that movie too. When he, when he walks around, yeah, you're right. He's a yeah. total like. If you look behind him, and if you're working the police precinct, you're like. Yeah. This guy's totally out of control. What a weirdo. Weirdo. Yeah. Like, you wouldn't want to work with this guy. Yeah. Like, oh, fuck. Can yeah, I such a weirdo? He yeah. gets the job done. Yeah. Right? But he loses partners along the way. He does. Well, that's the ATF's fault. Exactly. Asian task force. Exactly. Fault, right? Exactly. Let <laughs> <So. laughs> give him Murata. What, what a, uh, another awesome yeah. character. Oh. Johnny Murata. Oh, yeah. Amazing. Who also, a fish out of water. Fish out of water. Yeah. I mean, for, like, for the opposite reason. For right? the opposite reason. Yeah. Like, he's, he's the whitewashed Asian guy. Yeah. Who's like, God damn. Like, I just don't get it. Like, I don't get Asian people. Yeah. You know? And yeah. What a great contrast. Both characters. Yeah. Yeah. That's why it's such a great movie. Exactly. And. Dolph's physical physique is his best, I think, since Rocky, Rocky Ford. It's most musculature-wise. In Showdown. That's the best physique he's had, hands down, yeah. in any of the movie. 
Yeah. I mean, obviously big for you being a bodybuilder. Like that, that's important. I mean, yeah. aesthetics in that sense, you'll see right away. Absolutely. That was a huge selling point for me. Yeah. How good his phys- physique looked for that for that movie. Yeah. Uh, so my, I, we're all in unanimous agreement that Showdown, which I really hope Shout or Film Arena, oh my God. Plain Archives, Nova Media, I'm not seeing, I don't know my steel. I companies. would have bought a Blu-ray player for that. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> uh, yeah. <laughs> I, I just got the Showdown Tokyo Blu-ray, which the review said is amazing Christi- Christine, uh, Christine. Christine Co- cut. Yeah. Like, or the color, the, the visuals. We're going to watch that mm-hmm. soon, all of us, I'm hoping. Uh, so Showdown is our number one, apart from Rocky Fire. That's yeah. our number one. What's number two? That's we- because... Weird. Well, number two or three, for me, weirdly enough, is He Man. Really, the Masters of the Universe movie. Yeah, really? that's got a very strange place in my heart. More okay. because it was um, the more I learn about it, and over the years, like with the, with the internet being you know, and information is right there. The more I learn about uh, how it was really a new gods movie. It's inspired by Jack Kirby. Yeah. And when you look at how like you know the, the characters like Metron yeah. and Big Barda. Yeah. And uh, Apollo. Or they're all there. Not Apollo, sorry. Um, uh, what was the, the uh, son? The son's kid. Orion? Orion. Orion. Yeah. How, like, all those are represented. And you start seeing it as a different movie. Yeah. And, like, uh, oh, man, like, a really, like, cool when you think that he couldn't get to make the He-Man movie he wanted, the Masters of the Universe movie he wanted. Yeah. So he made a New Gods movie a instead. A New Gods movie, yeah. Okay, I take that back. Skeletor's Dark Side. Yeah. 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 Very cool. Very, yeah. Cause they, yeah, because yeah, if you're not going to make a traditional He-Man movie... Mm-hmm. They did a really good job, like yeah. making it something else. Yeah. If that, if I, that I, were I, I He-Man, so. yeah. if there were no cartoon and you were like Masters of the Universe, you'd buy it. You'd I be like, buy, yeah, yeah, I buy this. I get. I will yeah, watch this, more of this. Yeah, yeah. Okay. I'm gonna give this a chance. I take yeah. it back. Dolph's physique in Masters is <laughs> superior. Yeah, it was like yeah. that first fight scene yeah. is all a showcase for him <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. as the next Arnold. Yeah, actually, the next Arnold. Yeah, because they they like they do spot on shots shots of his musculature. Yeah, yeah. So I take that back. He man, because he's clearly jacked. Yeah, that's his most jacked he's ever been. I think more than Rocky Four. Hey, think about it. Maybe. Yeah. Yeah, because he's pretty huge in that. Yeah, he is. And and not only huge, but like he's a giant. Giant. Yeah. Like you really see how much bigger he is than normal people. Well, he is a he man. He's yeah. Blonde, beautiful physique, body. Yeah. 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 He he literally is he man. He is statuesque. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) I think I I think filmation probably saw pictures of him when he was a kid. (laughs) (laughs) That's a guy. That's a guy we want. I'm really glad you chose that because I never would have. uh, I never would have thought. Yeah, man. The more I learn about that movie, the more I like it. I mean, like the the idea that um, Frank Langella, like he wasn't going to do it, but his kids were huge fans of the material of of He-Man. Wow. He didn't know anything about it. Wow. I mean, even his portrayal of Skeletor, different, but like he's more Darth Vader and he's menacing. Yeah. He's actually like, he's a a menacing, powerful villain. Okay, this definitely needs a relook from me. That's for sure. Yeah. Oh yeah. It's a a really solid movie, man. They they never released an international cut or a director's cut of Masters. I have no idea. I, I don't recall. I don't think so okay i don't think they did but uh man they really they really should i'll write to show and it had a post-credit scene it's got a post-credit scene i don't remember the post-credit yeah which i which i saw as a kid by accident because like vhs right the tape is running yeah so i was like sitting and drawing doing whatever the hell i did when i was a kid and at the end of the movie the credits run and then it pans down the pit that skeletor fell in and his head pops up and like skeletor comes back and he has an i'll be back moment Oh, so, so they, yeah. were, they, they were hoping for a sequel. They were hoping for a sequel. Mm-hmm. There's a post-credit Morocco scene. Morocco was hoping for a sequel, basically. I think so, yeah. yeah okay. That's what it was. So, fantastic choice, number two. I, again, I didn't expect that. That's oh, very cool. Uh, there you go. It had a great explanation behind it, too. Number three. Ooh, the, the true number three. Yeah, the true wow. number three. Jeez. Because it must come down to only two movies now. Yeah, that only has to come down to two movies. Either Dark Angel or Punisher. Or Punisher. Yeah, I think, I think for me, it would have to be Punisher. Okay. Yeah. I just, I don't know, man. Punisher really... 
Yeah, for, for me personally, right. it's got to be Punisher. Just because I was such a big fan of the movie, surprised by it. Yeah. There, I have good memories of me and my cousin watching that. Right. Oh, yeah. 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 But you yeah. never seen the work print version. I haven't seen the work print version. Okay. But um, just, I mean, like for where that movie was in my history of, of Marvel movies, enjoying it as Punisher, learning that it is, it is Punisher. Like I think um, as a little kid, I have memories of that movie. And the greediness of the movie. You the greediness too, right? Yeah, for sure. Okay, Raj? Yeah, I'd have to go... Yeah, pretty much the same thing. Yeah. I think I would go number one. Yeah, like if you get Rocky out of the way mm-hmm. at number one. Uh, showdown. Number two would be Showdown. No, wait, wait. Uh, yeah, number three, I would have to go with... Um, I'd have to go with Dark Angel. Mm-hmm. And then after that, I would go... Yeah, I think I would go Masters of the Universe. Yeah. I think I would. Yeah. Wow. It's a really good movie. Now that, like, when it hits your head again. Yeah, because like I, watched, I, I, I your... saw it a couple of months ago. And I'm like, yeah. you know what? I don't remember anything, so just give this a try. Mm-hmm. And I found it on YouTube, and I started watching it. Yeah, there's a really good cut yeah, of it on YouTube. And yeah, it, like it, a high-def version yeah, of it. Yeah, I was watching it at work. Um, and, uh, <laughs> nice. <yeah. laughs> and um, I'll, I'll mute that part. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. In case you're listening to what he does. Yes. Um, yeah, nothing beats watching movies at work. Um, and then, uh, so yeah, I was watching it, and I'm like, this is, I know, I remember that it wasn't a traditional He-Man movie, but mm-hmm. I'm like, you know what? Let's see if it has any redeeming value. Yeah. And just from an entertainment perspective, you can actually watch that and sit down and watch it's that movie. It's a watchable movie. And um, when you when you brought up the new gods, mm-hmm. that makes total sense. Yeah, yeah, it totally does. It's a it's like um, there's an art there's an interview I think between the director and I can't remember who else it was, and they they bring that up. Mm-hmm. And he says, yeah, you know, it wasn't it wasn't the kind of thing where he was like, okay, I'm you know what, fuck it, I'm making a new gods movie. Yeah. But when he had all the parts in play, and he's like, you know what, it all fits. It all fits. They're not going the way I would like to go. So yeah, let's do this. Let's make this yeah. as uh, let's let's kind of mimic the new God storyline. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, and yeah. I think I think with um, uh, with Punisher, um, I can't wa- I couldn't watch that movie by myself again. Mm-hmm. It's more of a movie that we could all kind of enjoy together. Yeah, and we could like you know point out um, all oh, that part's cool. Remember this part? How we talk on the phone or we do one liners from there and stuff like that. It's not a movie that as as you're sitting around with nothing else to watch. And you want to watch a movie. You yeah. want to do something else and watch a movie. Yeah, you want to watch exactly. a movie. Punisher's not something you put in the DVD player and just watch. Completely watch yeah. fucking disagree with that. That's for damn sure. No, not, well, I'm saying for, for Raju here. <laughs> yeah, for, that, you, yeah, for that, me. Yeah, yeah that, that's personally speaking. There's Raju. a reason yeah. I've got that no, as number four. Yeah. No, Raju is still sick from the other day. Okay, <laughs> I'll, I'll talk for Raju right now. Okay? Oh, <laughs> right. Yeah, you just take it easy there, okay, buddy? Showdown is number one by far, right? Yeah. Dark Angel. Oh, is this you? You were? Yeah. Okay. So Dark Angel, Roger's doing good so far. So Dark mm-hmm. Angel number two, and that, and I think the reason Dark Angel came up so high is because we watched it, we appreciate it for what it's worth so much. Yeah. But for me and for Roger, what he really means. No. Sh- <laughs> <laughs> Whatever. Is the beauty of Frank Castle's <laughs> The Dark Punisher. Right? Yeah. Now I've been fortunate enough to see the work print. Okay. Because uh, what everybody remembers is on the back on the back of the VHS, there's a picture of Dolph in a blue shirt. Remember? Of the Punisher, yeah, and at, at like him and him and um, Lou Gossett right? Jr. are standing like as cops. Yeah, you, uh, mm-hmm. people just wondered, okay, where the hell is that scene? Yeah, yeah. the work friend has sixteen minutes. Of, wow, of Frank Castle as a cop, as a cop, really? Yeah. Now those will those scenes blow you away? No, no, no. But, but they do add to the movie. They add tremendous to the movie. They do. It humanizes. Frank. Those scenes always do. They always yeah. do. They, yeah, they hu- they make him a, a cop. Yeah, a father. Yeah. Because those are things we don't get, right? Exactly, hundred yeah. percent. And the and and it's and it's a little bit edited a little differently. The work mm-hmm. print, because a lot of work prints are obviously different, right? Mm-hmm. But uh, it, it, I always like Punisher. Not as much. I, like I liked Punisher then. I love Punisher now. Yeah, what Dolph Punisher? 
Yeah, well, I always loved Dolph. Oh, the character in general, you mean? Yeah, I like the character in general, but yeah. I love the character now. Mm-hmm. And Dolph's portrayal of the Punisher is fantastic because it's totally different. It's a little bit different than what you expect from the, there's no skull. Yeah, yeah. And it's it has is is a gritty, dirty movie. Yeah, that's true. The only fucking comedy relief is from that bum, the homeless guy. That who wasn't homeless awful. Guy. He, no, no, he wasn't awful. He, he sold, wasn't terrible at all. Yeah. He sold this role amazingly. He did, and he's a he's a logical character. Log- yeah, I mean, like weirdly enough, yeah, like yeah. he's a logical character. Guy, he kept speaking in rhymes or in songs or something. Yeah, he's kind of like yeah. off in the head, so everything yeah. was a rhyme thing. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh yeah, because yeah. well, he sold that craziness really well. He yeah. did. Yeah, and like he genuinely gives a shit about Dolph Lundgren's Frank Castle. Yeah, hundred percent. Like, yeah, don't do it, man. Mm-hmm. Like, all that's out there for you is death. Yeah, be cool. Yeah, I think Luke Gossett did well as well. Uh, but he, when was he not good? Yeah, everything yeah. that guy's done. Like I mean, even in shitty movies, like yeah. Enemy Mine. Yeah. Like I mean, he's the best part of Enemy Mine, and underneath all that weird makeup. Was yeah. the movies um Iron Eagle? Yeah, Iron Eagle. One, two, three, four. One to seventeen or something. Yeah. <laughs> like a ton one of one to seventeen. He, he is a former Academy Award winner. He is a former Academy. So Award he winner. definitely has acting chops, right? Yeah. So my number three is Punisher because of the impact that movie still has. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Some reason He Man. Uh, I don't know why I, I I never got into He Man the way I got into Showdown and Punisher. Yeah. Were you were you maybe not a fan of the toys I, toy I, line? I love He-Man. You love toys. the toys. I mean, I still I, I still have them today. Yeah, the I, yeah, I, I I I I collected the He-Man toys. Yeah, like, oh yeah, mm-hmm. like I still do. I, well, that was our era of toy. Yeah, yeah like exactly. as as guy as boys. Yeah, like the, that was our yeah, boy toy. The damage chest, the damage chest. Yeah, yeah, spin around. Oh, yeah. it had like oh. three versions of a triple battle damage yeah, yeah, thing. Exactly. Yeah. Like I have cats. Oh, he is my favorite my favorite series to this day. Yeah, I have the I have the toys still in my room, and I just recently bought it from the U.S. Uh, he man, you, you take toothpaste, but they take the top and it comes out of your head. The toothpaste, uh, it's, it's amazing. <laughs> no way, yeah, really. That's how much I love He man. That is incredible. That is so. I love He man. <laughs> I love He man. Um, well, well done. Well but, done. Um, so He man to you wasn't on that list. No, because I never mm. really occurred to me. Yeah, I think I think for me it's like uh, the the um, I like the thing I like about He man is that it um, I went in there expecting very little and mm-hmm. I, when I walked and I, when I was done watching it I was like you know what that's this time around yeah and I was like this this is actually a this is actually a very entertaining movie yeah and it has like I, I, I like the fact that it was really dark mm-hmm. and it was different yeah it's yeah. not a light hearted like yeah. I mean the music nothing about it was like what you expect from the cartoon yeah it was a very different movie than the cartoon yeah. the cartoon gave you yeah exactly and like I, when I watched it I was like you know what this I could see myself watching it again mm-hmm. whereas um yeah, so I would I, w- I would put it. That's why I would put it a little bit above Punisher. Yeah, that's what that's. that's it makes my sense. Opinion. It's surprising, yeah. right? I mean, Punisher, you kind of know what you're getting, and yeah. then when you see He Man, you're like, holy shit, this is actually a really yeah. cool space yeah. movie. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, like Dune, right? Nobody really thinks of Dune anymore. No, but no. when you watch it again, you're like, damn, like why was I not paying attention to this as a kid? Fuck, it's really cool. Oh yeah, it looks weird. It plays weird. It's like it's the original Fifth Element kind of weird. Oh yeah, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, that's yeah, a really good movie. Yeah, I think um with uh wait, did we get to your number five? Was five was Punisher for you? Five was Punisher, yeah. And yours? If I had to choose number five, for Universal Soldier for me. Universal Soldier, right? Yeah. Yeah, man. Why do I forget that movie? Because that's a great character too. Great character. I'm all ears. Yeah. I, yeah. What a great character. I just yeah. Thought, yeah. Mm. Yeah, as a Dolph movie. Well, yeah, he's like the second. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, he's he's the main villain he's in that. Main, yeah. Yeah. So. yeah, but the thing is, I I was I would still put that. Um, after He-Man. after all those, yeah, I still, yeah. I still yeah, would, yeah. I would, yeah. Even though I think it's a fantastic movie, it's a great. It, movie, it is yeah. a fantastic movie. Yeah. It's, a, it's a very different character. It's a different character. What you, yeah. What yeah. you expect from Dolph, yeah. right? And Dolph got to actually maybe that was his potential. He got to act really out of his range there. Yeah, you know, he had a lot of great like acting moments in that. Yeah. Granted, he's playing like a real psychopath. Yeah. So it's it's always easier to play a villain, right? Yeah. Like every actor loves playing a villain. Yeah. 
But um, yeah, he's really out there. Like he's a very strange kind of a bad guy. Yeah. Like he's he's not right in the head. He's been brought back to life. Yeah. He's frozen most of the day. Yeah. yeah. A weirdo. Yeah, I think the underlying tone of that movie is like what Vietnam does to people. Yeah, <laughs> especially like after they freeze you and they freeze bring you, you back to yeah, life cryogenically. Well, every single person yeah. has this. Is un- yeah, it's un- unbalanced. PTA, post-traumatic stress, yeah. right? Well, Vietnam really, like, I mean, it was weird, right? Because, like, number one, you didn't know what you're going into. And the Viet Cong were so, so strange. Like, I mean, that was like warfare, walking down the street. Not not the street, but, like, through a field, kind of whatever they were doing. And, like, some guy comes out of the bushes and bludgeons a guy in front of you to death. Like, yeah. it was such a strange kind of combat yeah. for them. Yeah, it was yeah. weird because, like, you have, like, all these, uh, um, all these, like, U.S. military training how to fight soldiers who were like them yeah and they get thrown into that jungle yeah with like a, an enemy that they had no idea they were predators what, what they were getting into they were yeah, yeah they were um, it was like the predator yeah it was like yeah. the, or, or it was like it was like the aliens yeah it was a pure, pure <laughs> yeah pure vietnam like the, they were simple like, to them psychotic right psychotic yeah. yeah so that's um yeah that was that was vietnam in a nutshell i wonder like how much like how much of that you would you would love to be able to speak vietnamese and learn what their military tactic was for vietnam that from there in? Yeah, yeah. there must be out there the information. I mean, oh yeah, that that was. Pure. I'm, I'm sure it is. Oh like, yeah, by now, right? Yeah. But it's something I never really looked into. Me neither. Yeah. But like, how cool would it? Like, not cool, but how interesting would it have been to to be on the other side, learning about their their version of military tactic? Like, we know what ours are like in in North America. It, well, there's like extreme guerrilla tactic. That's pure guerrilla tactic. Guerrilla yeah. warfare. Yeah. 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 I mean, that was like the introduction of the U.S. or at least like the world to guerrilla warfare. Mm-hmm. So cool, man. We should uh, we should like learn more about that and okay. talk about that. Yeah, right. absolutely. Time for you to hit the road, buddy. Yeah. So I want to thank you guys for having a great episode today. Yeah, a exactly. dark angel, Dolph centric episode. Yep. Th- this is a very d- yeah. This was yeah, deep, deep, deep cuts. Deep Dolph. Yeah, deep Dolph. Yeah, this is yeah. This is dedicated to Dolph. If he's out there listening, I'm dedicate this podcast to Dolph. Yeah. I'll uh, I'll tag him on Instagram. Yeah, exactly. Podcast. Yeah. This should this should be on Dolph's iPhone if he has one. If he's got one, yeah, can download this episode. <laughs> should our appreciation for Dolph runs deep, very deep. Yeah, yeah, uh, man. I just that's I think that's why I come in peace for me is more on the bottom of that list because fuck, it's a missed opportunity. Like I, he really could have been so much more than they gave him like mm-hmm. he could have he could he's great as it is like we have a lot of nostalgia and feel a lot for the character or for the actor but like he could have been a lethal weapon mel gibson type character in, in a lot of those buddy cop movies yeah we missed out yeah a likable really actor yeah. very likable man yeah, i have to agree yeah man, it was it a, yeah it's, it's just sad but um i mean yeah. we got a lot it's not sad we got a lot of really cool stuff it's yeah, yeah the, but the, like there's yeah. an era i feel like there's a whole era like a whole genre of movies that he could have done like yeah. like decent scripts Characters who were normal, who didn't have weird baggage. Yeah. You know? I mean, like, he didn't have to play yeah, Andrew he, Scott all the time. Yeah, he could have played... He could have been in Speed for all, you know? Like, uh, yeah. Like, just normal, just everyday guy, just... Uh, well, normal everyday guy was, was... I come in peace. Yeah. That's, yeah. A, that's what it is. Yeah. Yeah. Like, I mean, he could have he could have been in a sitcom when you watch when you watch that. Like, this is a guy who I could have watched on, like, a TV show about whatever. Yeah. Like, like a cop TV show. Yeah. Like, Magnum P.I., whatever. He could have done any any kind of role like that he could have done. Yeah. And he didn't, he didn't yeah. get it. He didn't do it. That's true. Yeah. So that's one. <laughs> How right. many do I get? <laughs> <laughs> so I'm going to thank Raj SS. No, it's yeah, Raj SS99. Yeah. 99 yeah. on Instagram. Yeah. Yeah. And, and backside attack. Backside attack. Yeah. Throw that up. I'm looking forward to doing the next podcast. Yep. Uh, yeah. Well, the one you guys are on, the first one is coming up on Tuesday. Okay. And then this will come up probably in two weeks from now. Perfect. Sounds good. But then again, we have nothing to really do. Uh, to hit topical for today anyway so yeah, yeah. yeah. so um, when it comes out it comes out yeah sounds good cool. guys so it was great yeah I've, uh, I have probably already faded out by now 
Ghost Dog, you missed out, brother. Ghost yeah. Dog missed out. Ghost Dog, we're the samurai. Let's get on the road. <laughs>